0: back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, and I can already see I've got to turn myself down. Give me a hot second. Not for you guys on Discord. Just one sec here. One second. That's a bit... That's a bit better. Uh, Yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, July the 19th, 2018. Uh, this is another technical alpha podcast. Joined here by the usual fine gentleman, Mister Maximus Black, Jeff himself, Panic Switched, Mister Tabin
1: Did Did you just assume our fineness, you motherfucker?
0: Look, it's 2018. I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: I'm just gonna get yelled at by everyone at this <laughs> because I do it. Uh, but yeah, we're back for another technical alpha podcast. It's another uh, another summer day, which means it's another slow news day uh, and and or week in the the land of basically every media thing ever until the the summer blockbusters start to really start hammering through, which we're getting there. What are you talking about?
1: Slow week? I got two very important pieces of information this week.
0: Okay, uh, how You're many of those? How many of them have food? None. Okay, well, I'm I'm losing interest already. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> now we got uh we got Monster Hunter announced for August ninth, man. This is PC. true. We do
0: uh, like there are there are a few things. I shouldn't say that's like gave, that uh, slow. It's not as slow gave, as yeah. it's not as slow as last week. Oh my god, la- two last week was brutal too. La- like yeah, we, we had a couple of just absolute gong show weeks. We actually have a few things. And Jeff, you're just getting so lucky. You like you should get lottery tickets, buy a few. All right, okay. Because last week. We get to talk about something that you didn't want to talk about, but you'd love to give your opinion on anyway. And this week, we might even have two in the lineup for you this time around. Don't even look at the Don't even look at the topic. I'm not even gonna look. I'm. I want it to be a surprise. All right, (laughs) surprise me. (laughs) But how are we doing, gentlemen? (laughs) Mr. Uh, I'll start with you, Mr. uh, Sean Connery. How are you today? Busy. It was a busy
2: day, man. Yeah, I I had to get a tire slapped on my car because. Uh, one of my tires, I ran over a nail and it just fucked oh. my tire up. Ew. The tire was like brand new too, right? Oh. It cost me like 550 bucks for the tire. So, uh, yeah, I had to get a new tire.
1: Downsize to supercars, bro.
2: Yeah. So that was fun. And then, um, I had to go and get a washer for one of my rentals. Uh, like their washer was just, is pretty much done. And then I had to get my buddy to come over and do some electrical work, uh, as well. So I did that and then he was buying a house. So I helped him. With a few of the processes and things, and uh yeah, and then rushed home um and here I am, literally got got home like ten minutes ago,
0: ten out of ten, yeah well, so. That was my uh, that's good. That's a good day. I would love to know where you managed to pick up a nail. Was that, like, in your own driveway? Like, where the hell no, did you...
2: No, I, ch- I, I literally have no idea. I mean, there's construction going on all over the friggin' city right yeah, now, true. so I
1: think it was just, like, on the... Do your tires not have, like, the run flats or anything, or do they just, like... Uh, I, don't like, yeah, I don't know sports tires very well. There, so. It is sort of a run flat, but it
2: you're not supposed to run on them flat. <laughs> like yeah, these, like it, it, maybe it, like maybe like a quarter mile or a something. quarter. Yeah, like uh, my 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 tire just was done, it was toast. So it's you didn't GG. bend
0: the rim or anything like that. No, you no, to get nothing it like fixed no, no, before nothing, that happened. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that. So no, that's wasn't, good. That's wasn't good. terrible. <laughs> <been> worse. <laughs> Korean guy in chat, through, <laughs> <laughs> through the nail! Through the nail! Through <laughs> the uh, nail! And Mr. Panic, how are you doing this week?
1: Uh, doing alright. I spent a solid uh, hour and a half underground today waiting for my train to decide if it was going to move or not. Fantastic. Even better because I had no cell signal, so I literally was like, for like the hour and a half we were down there, I was just sending text message updates to my boss in the hopes that you get that little segment of signals send it and did nah, it ever we, happen no no we I, I he got like all eight of our messages like right as we walked into the office ah. he had just sent us like where are you guys <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 o'clock and you guys are supposed to call in if you're not coming in
0: yeah uh, that's always uh where was i where that happened to me once and i just i was stacked i, I like stacked up like Three or four texts. It's the shittiest situation because then when it finally goes through, you also get the other person on the other end, a blast of like five or six messages from them wondering the same thing. Like, where the fuck are you at? Or or like, what happened? It's never a good time. The future is the future. We shouldn't have these problems Mm. anymore. Mm. We're living in a a fucking in the fucking future.
2: Oh, also uh, yesterday uh, I went full Hollywood. All right got my got my first voice acting gig. Right yeah. I, I was
0: going to say I was like I feel like I'm I'm forgetting something that yeah, you yeah. told so, me this week.
2: So for those who don't know, um I what? I went I went to Vegas and uh we had we had a few people from the fellowship show up and uh, we do that Bosecon every year and uh, my man Mr. Miyagi um uh, who is who's been a huge supporter of of everything we've done and you know including the podcast and stuff and we've met We've met before, but anyway, we were, uh, we were at, we were at UFC and, uh, he just asked me, he said, um, it's okay if I message my boy who, uh, who does like Hollywood shit literally and, uh, see if we can get you in a TV show to do some voice acting. He's like, I think he'd be good at it. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. So anyway, he texts this boy and his boy was like, yeah, let me check with his stuff. He checked out his stuff. And then he was like, dude. He's in. So anyway, yesterday, I uh, I did my first gig and it was it was different. Like I've I've always talked in the microphone for like eight years and I've always done like goofy voices and I've always been like you know I've always uh, I've got the knack for it. I mean, obviously, there's like a lot of technical stuff and like things that I'm super getting into now. But uh, it was it was me getting on call with him and and he would uh, I play a character called Clue. And okay. Um, it's OK. It's a TV show called. Um, I don't know if anybody uh, heard about this show. If, if you have in the comments section, let me know. If not, you can go and YouTube it right now. It's called uh, The Hollywood Puppet Show. And so basically celebrities and like real celebrities, they tell crazy stories about their career. Like, and I'm sure celebrities have crazy shit that's gone down. I imagine. Um, And so um, I play character. um, I don't want to give too much away because I don't even know if I'm allowed to say too much about it. But anyway, I, I basically play the, the, one of the best friends um, of a famous artist. And, um, and it's, it's, it's basically, if I had to paint it, it's Team America, right? Okay. With all the puppets. It's Team America, um, but Hollywood stories. And the actual celebrity uh is telling the story, um, like narrating the story, and right. then they cut into uh the whole puppet show of it. Is this so, like that
1: one of those unsolved mystery reenactment things just with puppets? It's pretty much. It's it's pretty much a yeah, kinda like that. So I a, uh I got a couple of friends who are voice actors if you want to talk to them about the industry. They're actually based out of Hollywood and stuff too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well we'll we'll link up and we'll we'll uh we'll have that. But um, so anyway, I got on I got on call with him, and he would basically I have I had like a thing of lines. I didn't even know what character I was playing. I had I knew nothing, and uh, and he would just like since I didn't have any pictures or anything, like I couldn't see anything. He did a good job at like sort of uh, painting the picture, like saying, okay, so yeah, now you're in a you're in a car, and and there's a guy beside you, and this is happening, and you know, and then this is your line. And it was nice because I could I could improv a lot, so I would say like the actual line, and then we would do we do a few takes on that depending if the inflection was right or not or whatever and then and then I could do another line where I could kind of make up my own shit and like kind of say whatever I thought was funny right and then what what he'll do is he'll take all those cuts he'll take it to the editing uh department, and they'll they'll cut it up together, and then if they like some of my takes, then they will use that, and they'll get the puppets to sort of mouth what, what I said instead of what was on the script, so anyway, the, the episode comes out in, it's the, actually the last episode of season two, and um, it comes out in less than 10 weeks, so I think at the end of August, uh, it comes out or or around that it was like ten weeks, a couple days ago or something like that, nine or ten weeks. So when it comes out, I'll let everybody know. So anyway, it was my first actual gig, and what's nice about it is I get a legitimate credit. So like I get like an actual IMDb, a real credit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be in the credits. It's like it's like a legit thing. And uh, so now now stuff. I'm basically hooked. Like um I I'm signing up for uh some some uh, acting and and vote uh, uh voice coaching. Uh, a workshop next month um i signed up on a on a website and i'm doing i did like nine auditions in the last uh, like forty or seventy-two hours, because I'm just getting over a cold, so I'm really starting to be able to like do it now. Um, so I'm on the short list for a couple things already, and it, now I'm starting to piece together uh some demo reels. So I got to do a commercial demo reel, a character demo reel. So now I'm just coming up with some funky characters and uh, and shit like that. Because I don't want to just do I- imitations. I want to make my own characters. I want to do my own thing. So uh, I've just been in the wood. I've been in the woodwork. So like when I'm not streaming, I would say like. Every day, it's been like five, six hours of just like nonstop YouTube, nonstop forums, going through other people's demo reels, doing all this. I'm fucking loving it, man. It's it's so <laughs> much fun, and you can just like kind of like just just be somebody else. So it's it's cool. It's 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 fun. I'm having a good time.
0: Uh, when you're recording now, this, this is gonna. Be, when you're recording this shit, please tell yep. me you're turning off the EQ and compression that's on your. Yes. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do like. I do like under wall, a sheet.
2: Yeah, I do. I do raw file, um, like raw edits uh, of my of my microphone. Because the stuff and
0: shit. you the stuff you send me is still compressed and EQ'd. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that's sh- that shit is just me fucking around. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I'm gonna do I, I all my stuff I do raw, and then and then if there's any editing needs to be done, it does it, it happens in post. So anything gets done. in Yeah, post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So depending yeah. on what you're depending on what you're going for. Start like sending. Start sending me raw. Do, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I keep, get your
0: file and it's already like 11 to 1 compressed for like three I'm fucking gonna keep, hours.
2: I'm going to keep you as far away from any of my audio stuff as humanly possible. I'm just you'll be asking De- for raw audio. You'll be, That's you'll all you'll I'm be asking a, for. You'll
0: be a Debbie Downer. You'll be a fucking nitpicker, no, and uh, and I'm you'll, you'll asking, ruin the whole
2: experience for me.
0: I'm just asking for raw audio. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're not sending like crazy compressed shit to Hollywood, fucking like big li- big wigs and shit. Just I just want some raw audio up Jeff's in this bitch. Just been
1: sending them compressed audio this whole time, and they're like, this guy's voice is great, and then they meet him in person, and they're like. <laughs>
0: What the what? fuck is wrong with this? voice? What happened? What happened to this guy? What happened to this guy? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's fucking hilarious. Uh and and in true uh in true Mr. Black style happened in in the span of forty-eight hours.
3: Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs>
0: Literally. It's like have an idea and then and then just all, like, all at once, just everything fucking all at the same time. I'm a and voice actor on. now. Yeah, bring on that IMDB page. I want to make it my desktop. Com- I want to make it's it my coming. desktop wallpaper. It's coming. <laughs> I want, you I want your, name. your name. I want your name, and then I want your one credit, and I just want that as my desktop wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> It'd be fucking amazing. But yeah, my week was way less exciting than that. I have not done any voice acting or anything of that nature. Uh, Dad and I made these sound treatment panels. So that was kind of exciting. That, there you that, go. Uh, don't look like you're in an there. asylum. Yes, it's it's uh, it's still empty as fuck in here. Uh, we still need some more stuff going on in here. But at least I have that shit. And I'm not going to lie, that looks dope as fuck. I don't give no, a shit, that, that looks fire. Um, and uh, instead of spending like $1,200 on professional panels, Dad and I made this shit for 200 and and 100 of that was the fucking... Custom speaker grill cloth with the shield on it. So in reality, it was probably more like hundred and ten bucks. But we had to go big on the on the shield. I made mine for uh, fifty. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's uh, buy yourself some if you're ever at home and you're like and you're doing it uh, like Jeff doesn't have to worry about it too much because his room is full of so much shit mm-hmm. that and the sound carpeting. breaks up, like the sound and breaks up walls. and the carpeting is super high pile. Um, at best, you might put one panel right above your microphone on the ceiling. Everything mm. else in that room is pretty much doing all your work oh, for when you. I,
2: when I do like voice stuff, <clears throat> I can't hear shit. Like it's yeah, there's it's there's really just so not. much shit going on in man.
0: there uh, that it's uh, it's it's really easy. But in here, it's a oh, and the other thing is your room is huge. So I'm yes. in the, I'm in this tiny ass fucking tin can box. Uh, and it's there's still some echo on it now, so I've got more work to do. But that did a lot, and all it is is cellulose insulation inside of a, a frame, and then wrap it with fucking cloth. And cellulose mm. insulation, apparently, uh, after I watched this video, they compared like uh, rock wool insulation, gla- fiberglass insulation. It's literally eighty five percent recycled newspaper. I'm not even fucking with oh. you right now. It's the stuff that they put. Usually, you'll see them blow it into the into attics.
1: Oh, it's like the cloth. It's like the it's the cotton candy type fabric. Things they spray.
0: Well, not cotton, not cotton candy, because that would be more like the glass, fiberglass. But the, but it's like the grayish looking, you know, fluff that they with a big ass hose they just kind of uh, fill into place. It's not spray foam insulation Mm. or anything like that. It's literally, if you look at it, it, you can still see newspaper. Like it's fucking. (laughs) But they they add like. uh, you know, anti—you uh, know, it's flame retardant and it's uh, you know, all that shit. And it doesn't—it doesn't get moldy. They get an yeah. anti uh, uh, mildew and mold. So it's um, and the beauty of it is you can buy twenty-five pounds of it in this fucking thing for nine dollars. Mm. I just—I <laughs> so I like, bought, bought
1: like those cheap ass Chinese knockoff copyright infringement canvas prints that they do the art prints yes and then i just stuck foam on the back of it
0: (laughs) yeah which is totally another thing but there's a there's a really cool video online where they they have three kind of um boxes and they're all made and they're and they're made of what How'd you get the thing printed onto the material? Oh, I just—that's uh, the cool part. <laughs> that's so just a website. It's called Bags of Love, which is uh, don't Google that. Just actually <laughs> that's, type it that's in because I feel like the Googling results might be more heinous than actually just trying to go to the website. Uh, but yeah, they're in the UK, I think, uh, and you can just it's like a custom T-shirt. You just print that shit on that. They have other fabrics too that you can do. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, just they put. Um, a speaker in all these boxes and enclosed them, and they were just made up of the each insulation, and the the cellulose is like one tenth of the sound coming out of all the other insulation. It's pretty pretty fucking wild. So yeah, so I've got I've got some more stuff to do, but I did that this week. Uh, uh with you know with dad, and by that I mean dad did eighty nine percent of the work, and uh, I supervised. held the fabric. Uh, I supervised. Um. Uh yeah, and then other than that, it's been it's been pretty much whatever. I, oh, uh, lots of Octopath Traveler. That's I guess the the follow up to that is loads and loads.
1: Gotten a chance? I bought that game, and I've been dying to play it. But I left my friggin' Switch dock in Austin, and my brother has it in California right now. Oh no! And I can't find a charger in my house that will charge the damn Switch. Like my, my USB three a- cables don't charge it up enough. Like there's not enough power coming out of them seriously yeah i gotta find one i've done it before like my my power bank will charge my switch but i don't have an outlet plug charger
0: that i can charge it oh in it switch doesn't with. have enough volt you like, yeah. it's <laughs> not a high enough voltage so the oh, screen rip. will
1: turn on because the switch for some reason decides i'm gonna turn on the screen while i charge and just
0: leave it on and give you sensible. no
1: option to turn it off sensible
0: yeah no so it just
1: burns more power than it puts in
0: that sucks uh, well, I can tell you that Octopath Traveler is pretty dope. We're going to talk yeah. about it. And in fact, we can roll right into it because it's a, a good segue. Square Enix, um, who remembers probably nobody but me, uh, cause I'm that guy, but who remembers when Square Enix publicly stated how shocked they were when, um, Bravely Default sold as well as it did. They actually made a public statement. The only other game that they ever did this with was the Tomb Raider game, where they were like, Wow! People really like good video games! Tomb Raider sold well! And then they did the same thing with, uh, with Bradley Default, where, where they worded it something along the lines of, We didn't think people were still interested in this style of, like, Japanese RPG, to which the rest of the modern world yelled back at them, You're just fucking deaf because we've been screaming it in your general direction for 15 fucking years, and you give us Final Fantasy 13 2 and every other piss stain that you can come up with. Uh, And so they did it again. Uh, Not so much in that they came out and talked about uh, how, you know, amazing Octopath Traveler's been selling. However, it has been selling so uh, well. So well, in fact, that it sold out in a lot of places and back-ordered like a motherfucker. Um... I got a taste of that here in in Halifax when I went to EB Games, and they said the entire city was sold out. But I was like, you know what? I even tweeted about it. Because I was like, you know what? This is something that Game uh, GameStop or EB Games does every time. They try and get you in and be like, well, you should have pre-ordered. Right? Yeah. It's the same old story. So I was like, all right, fuck you. You just didn't bring in enough copies. Because I went to Walmart, and there was literally
2: behind <laughs> a stack like
0: like 30 it wasn't on the yeah. shelf yet because people at that walmart are lazy as fuck and the guy i had to talk to was on his phone and he was about 6'2 oh, do with surfer hair and tanned and it looked like he literally was only there to get gas money to go, Octopath, to, go
1: to the beach and, yeah, yeah, Octopath,
0: bro yeah When i said it he actually said uh-huh. what He was like, what did you, what, what? It's like he did, he had no fucking idea. It was whatever. So I was like, I I actually, I actually pointed to it behind him and I was like, I bet you if you open up that glass case, which is exactly where they had the switch that we bought when they didn't put the switches on the fucking shelf, I said, I bet you if you open up that shelf, it'll be right there. So he goes back, he's like, puts his phone away and opens up the case. And literally I thought maybe one of the stacks was the game. They had like three fucking stacks of Octopath just sitting there that didn't even make the shelf yet. They're like, "Yep, that's it." So I grabbed one of those and went off. So I thought it was that, but in, in reality, apparently, Square Enix just undermade. Like they did not make enough of these games. The the GameStop I went to, like when I walked in,
1: he was like, "Yeah, we ordered like forty copies." I'm like, "Oh, that's a lot." He's like, "No, we ordered forty copies for the next four months," and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> How many do you have left? He's like, I have four. <laughs> <laughs> like, and just I went in at one o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I, yeah, I, was just, yeah. I went to the mall because it's right right next to my office. I'm like, you know what? Let me just pick this up during my lunch hour. So I'm like sitting there thinking, I wonder how many people are going to be screwed because they waited until the end of the workday to go pick this up.
0: Exactly. Right? Now, so I thought it was the the usual spoonful that that GameStop was trying to pull off, but it wasn't. Apparently, Square Enix spoonedled themselves. Yeah. Uh, and they straight up didn't make enough fucking copies. So now it's going to be back ordered for a while. Uh, and so coincidentally, uh, because of that, probably to a certain degree, one, it debuted number one in Japan, which is, which is not surprising, not surprising at all, but here we are anyway. Uh, and then it, but it was also the number one selling eShop game. So people were downloading it probably because you couldn't fucking find a copy anywhere, uh number one eShop uh download in the US, the EU, and Japan. Ooh. So it basically it's been blowing it up everywhere. People are buying this shit like it's going at a style. Uh it's reviewing really well. Uh I'm like I don't know, thirty hours in or so to this point. Um people have no lifed it and they've already like beat it and most of the end game content. I swear to God they don't fucking sleep. Like they just they just go cuz the game it's is not like, the game like is pretty lot long of game seem like there's a lot of game there is a lot of game uh, you could probably you could uh, you could probably punch your way through and uh but i don't know yet cuz i haven't finished it so i don't know i don't know if if you uh, like i don't know what they force you to do before you hit the end game so i don't mm. know like what what uh, steps to do once i beat it i'll be able to know how much time you can cut off Based on that, but to this point, um, I mean, there's a fair amount of game, even if you did that uh, for sure. So, uh, and it's a good game. I mean, my hot take on it so far is uh, if if the if the stories were if this, and I don't have finished it yet, so I don't know for sure. But if the if the stories did a better job of coming together. Uh, and if and if some of the stories in particular weren't written like it was intended for a five-year-old to to be able to understand and find enjoyable, then it would be like an eleven out of ten. Right now, it's still sitting really fucking high up because the the everything else about the game is incredible. It looks incredible. It sounds incredible. The soundtrack is absolute fucking fire. The combat is absolute fire. Everything about it is is incredible. But the stories are hit and miss they're they're either like really good or really not so hot.
1: From what I've seen of the people playing the game so far, I feel like it actually did capture the essence of a lot of the old-style RPGs cuz those like if you go back and critically look at them, the storylines and plot arcs are not very deep. They're like very like black and white, cut and dry, like good versus evil type stuff. And I feel like from what I've been seeing in the Octopath stuff, they've been doing a lot of that. Well, like sure, but like the, the but it difference plays out like classic style.
0: Yeah, and you're not wrong. And the difference is, generally speaking, the the delivery of it is like yeah. how they decide to you know the the tone the the tone of the game and the delivery of that really simple. Like everyone knows when you buy a Japanese RPG, you're gonna have a bunch of young people, maybe one or two old folks that join the young kids. Like, hello, fellow children, I'm here to help too. And then yeah. you're gonna be overcoming. Some like major enemy that just so happens to also be tied to basically fucking God, and then you're gonna you're gonna fight God at the end, and with the power of friendship, you're gonna fucking win. And that's almost every single Japanese RPG to have ever fucking probably existed. Probably
1: the best description of a Japanese RPG I've ever heard. And you you nobody write, cares. You write
0: Japanese RPGs. Uh, it's not that difficult. However, the it, it's it's what's good about it is is that like. <clears throat> Like mo like the movies do this too, right? They follow a sim like a lot of movies and genres will follow similar arcs. They'll have similar, you know. But it's the delivery of it that separates the 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 good from the bad. Uh, and <clears throat> so far, Octopass delivery is good and bad. <laughs> but everything else about it is incredible. And I could, t- and I think part of its problem, if if you could even call it a problem. Is that I think they were very self-aware of the fact that this was going to be an exclusive to the, the switch and that they were trying to make it something that people could pick up and play on their commutes and and so everything was almost made to be digestible in sex in segments and so oh, as a whole it's a bit yeah as a whole it's a bit a bit of a uh, of a misnomer but I haven't finished it yet, so I'll have more All thoughts right. on it when I finish but uh, finish it, but if you've been thinking about it and you're a little bit interested, the odds of it not being something that you enjoy, if you pick it up, pretty slim. <laughs> it's, pretty fucking, it's pretty fucking slim. Uh, for sure.
1: Have you guys played Mario Tennis? I
0: have not no. yet, no.
1: The game is surprisingly good. <laughs> that game I have played.
0: Yeah, I saw, I, well, I've, I've seen people play it, and it, and it, looks, it looks good. It plays um, very smoothly. <laughs> I've, I've just had some, I've just seen mixed reviews on it. I've either seen people who are like totally down for it or they weren't particularly impressed. And I don't know why because I haven't read any of the reviews. I've just impressed. been seeing, Yeah, I've been Sean Connery'd, uh So I don't, I don't, right. I haven't been impressed. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know just yet, but it does look yeah. like it's pretty Ash. fun. If. For sure, <laughs> Mr. Black, are you still going to get Octopath? Do you think after you yeah, see yeah, like this, I'm going to pick it up? You're going yeah, to pick it up. I think you're
1: going to. I think you're going to dig it for sure. Um, well, every time he's got to fly to Hollywood for one of these voice gigs, it's a solid.
0: Hey, you know, hours. Mr. Hollywood. Now, yeah, that's right. That's right. I had to find something. That's right. I just as soon as 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 soon as you're talking about your IMDb page and everything, I was just thinking of like the disaster artist. And I was just like, I just had that (laughs) that, that scene go through my mind. I did not. I did not hit her. I did not hit her, I (laughs) didn't watch the disaster artist. (laughs) Uh, Oh, hi, Mark. That's going to be one of the best fucking scenes in film. I swear to God. Uh, Have you guys actually seen The Room? Yeah. I like, haven't. No, it, it. I, I have it I'm so excited. I went to with one with of myself. the events,
1: like one of the random events that happened recently. Tommy Wiseau was there. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, why
0: is he here? I, is it, I have a question for you guys. We're not in the movie time yet, but I'm going to yeah. throw it out here anyway because it's on, on topic. Does Tommy Wiseau have a chance at, 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 at becoming so infamous that he legitimately becomes famous? Well, so he's, he's, like, already he's already famous. He's
2: already kind of famous. Like he's you like.
0: To, but is his is he famous or is like the movie he technically played so, in the like? James Franco said
1: it best. His movie is so bad in such a way that it's actually really good. But you came, have to think about it. A it lot came of people, back around. Yeah, a lot of people would actually kill for the kind of success that The Room has because people are still watching it. Like the, the room is a movie that people it's a can shit honestly it's a say. Shit show, dude. Like, yeah, like I, I watched be like, I've seen artist. that movie
2: like 10 times. I watched the disaster artist. I never, I never saw the movie and I, I saw clips of it, obviously. Yeah. And of like course, people yeah. making fun of it and shit. And I, I watched like this video of a guy like going through all of it and how it was like a genius film and shit. And it looked terrible. But I saw the disaster artist, which was actually a good movie. Like it was really, really yeah. well done. And then I went and watched the room and I was like, oh my God. God, like I'm going
0: to watch it in the reverse. I want to see the room first and oh, then see the disaster oh, oh, oh. artist.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should def, you should definitely watch them both. Cause it's, it's going to make your night.
1: Oh, but it's, 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 Tommy it's how- already famous. Good. Like they should like he, they, there's like events. James Franco was saying, he's like, there was a random showing of The Room, you know, 15 years after it came out in Austin, Texas. And but, uh, people are like, Tommy Wiseau was there. But and then like a couple he, of weeks later, it's like, in New York, Tommy Wiseau was there. But does
0: he ever get another role ever again? No.
2: He's, no, he's, he's not. He doesn't he's need do, to. Like, this is it. He is he's has he he's, got, got, he's getting royalty paychecks from up the walls, man.
1: And, people are and, watching The Room all the time. He's making money off of it.
0: The last follow-up to that would be... Um, Does he really think that it was that good? Is he actually fucking a little crazy or does he know that it's shit? Oh,
2: he's he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo.
1: He's a weirdo, but he knows it wasn't like a great movie, but he knows at the same time that it resonated with a lot of people with how bad it was and that people still watch it. So he plays into it. Yeah. He he leaned into the gimmick. Yeah. You'll watch it and you'll see. You'll
0: you'll see.
2: You'll see how he feels about all this shit.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Well, um, with absolutely zero segue out of talking about Tommy Wiseau, uh, we're going to dump right into uh, what's quickly becoming one of my favorite things that has had a bit of a renaissance era, and that's Michael Pachter. He's back. He's back at it again. He's making his wild, crazy predictions. But this time, I might actually agree with Michael Pachter. It doesn't happen all the time, but once in a while... I agree with him. I don't know if I wholly agree with him or if I just agree with him in part, so I'm going to toss this one out to you after I after I uh, talk about what he what his latest has been. He's come out, and he's talking about the fact that he is certain that Microsoft is going to launch the next Xbox before PlayStation can launch the PlayStation 5. Do you guys agree or disagree with that statement? Do you think Microsoft is going to 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 kind of get a jump on PlayStation for the next generation of consoles.
1: So, I'm going to I'm going to jump in on this one. Um, so just like we were talking about the room right now and how Tommy Wiseau knows, it's so bad it's good. Microsoft understands that the Xbox One is not so bad that it's good. It's just bad. <laughs> so, they got to do something to kind of get momentum going and you know, Sony's kind of been saying we're good with the PS4 for a while, so Really, the only card Microsoft has to play is we probably have to do something new hardware-wise because the Xbox One is not doing so hot. Um, Their titles aren't so hot. It's going to take them some time to get some games out, even though apparently they're announcing a bunch or something. But, you know, they need to do something to shake it up. And the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, short of them being like, oh, we have four new major exclusive franchises, is, hey, we're going to launch new hardware that's like a new generation. That's all I can really
0: think of. What do you think Mr. Buck? Do you think they're going to try and uh, yeah. jump the gun on them? Yeah, I think so.
2: I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, it makes sense. And and if the 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 shitty part about it is is if they come out at the same time and the Xbox is not more powerful than the PlayStation, um, or they don't have those big exclusives. They're We're gonna, gonna to die. They're gonna die right out the gate. So instead of taking the chance to directly compete at the same time against Sony, um, it would be smart that they bring out right away uh, or soon sooner than Sony, so that really you are not giving people much of an option. Like, sure, some people will wait. Obviously, the fanboys will wait, but. You know, if there is a new console just kind of dangling in your face and you got to wait another year, year and a half before Sony comes out, then, uh, you know, impulsively you might just want to be part of the crowd and just buy the new console, and which you may not have bought otherwise.
1: I feel like they have to avoid getting Dreamcasted, though, because that, that becomes a risk if you release too early. Mm-hmm. I feel like Microsoft would have to like go big on the hardware because they've been hedging conservatively with the hardware they've been releasing. Um, I feel like they would have to go big on the power of the hardware, and then mm. also they'd have to do the timing right so that Sony can't just one up them on cost and development and just come up with something that's <clears> like slightly incrementally better. Like they'd have to catch Sony with their pants down, which I I think is going to be it's it's an uphill mountain for them to climb.
0: Uh, yeah, I.
1: There's just a lot of things I, to like balance.
0: Uh, yeah, and I and I, I again, I'll, I'll agree uh, as well that that they're very likely to, um, to end up, you know, launching before PlayStation Five. I'd uh, love and, to uh, see a great console from them, though. Yeah, like, I and love I love to see something good coming out, like a big uh, one. Well, I don't even think the I don't even think it's the Xbox One or the Xbox One X are bad consoles. They just don't have any fucking games. They're just not competitive. Um, they're, like
1: they're, they're all right hardware wise. Like again, the main reason I sold mine was because the games that were coming out were buggy, and the horizon of games that were going to be coming out not very promising. Yeah, and Sony uh, is always is like, oh, we've got these awesome games coming out. and I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out.
0: Yeah, which is the the problem. So. Now, what we saw at E3, where they bought up a bunch of developers. we talked about that when it happened, and um, uh, the fact that they are uh, a bit behind as uh, as it stands uh, and that they're you know really pushing the stuff like the the backwards compatibility and, and all this shit, it all kind of makes it look like they're they're like getting, they're, they're getting in the crouching position, they're getting ready to jump. Like they're just Mm. they're getting ready, yeah. They're getting settled.
1: They need to do, but they're getting ready.
0: Um, and it and I and it and it makes it makes relatively good sense. And I and I think I think they almost need to do it, like Jeff was saying, uh, just so that there's the 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 you know FOMO. It's the let's not miss out on this hot new toy that comes out, no matter what anyone says about you know not having any games or any of that shit. Whenever a new console lands, there's always going to be a shitload of people that want to be there on day 1 no matter how expensive, no matter how risky it is to get it cuz it's the new hot shit. That's, that's what it is. As long as there's one game that's even remotely fucking promising that launches with that console, it's going to sell. Um yeah, of and and it's probably going to sell a fair amount. I would suspect that it's also, whatever comes next, is going to be fully backwards compatible with the Xbox One library uh, of titles. It's
1: the only way they'd be able to stay competitive for a while.
0: They have to do that. And, of course, it's also going to continue the, um, the backwards compatibility deal that they're doing with the older Xbox games. It might even be able to do it a bit better if it's a more powerful system. Um, so it, it'll open up a lot more possibilities for them in that respect. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's almost a guarantee that it happens. Now, the next question is when does it happen? Like what? When? What year does Microsoft safely run this out? Because we haven't even really heard of. Like the closest we've heard to it is in that E3 con- conference. They did talk about future consoles. That's as close as they got to it. Yeah. I think. Like, tw-
2: I think twenty twenty.
0: Yeah,
1: realistically, the only time that Microsoft is probably going to announce a new console since they're a North American company is probably E3. I doubt they would. They might do CES if they're desperate, but I don't think they're at that point yet.
0: Gamescom is bigger
1: than E3 now. Yeah, but Gamescom is not in the States. So Microsoft likes that home court stuff. Maybe. I'm thinking they might. I feel like for Gamescom, they're going to do literally like this is what all those studios we bought are doing and like try to build the hype that way for the follow up into next year's. Hey, all those awesome games are coming out on our new console on launch so they can like kind of like play it that way to like buy them time into 2020 with a hype train. Being like, we have these awesome titles coming, it's going to be on the platform, which is going to be available here, and you're going to have all these awesome launch titles. I think they realized they got, they shafted themselves with, like, no launch titles last time yeah yeah
0: well well yeah of course well it was also it was also more about watching your cable television than playing games when it launched so yeah. that was part of the problem they had anyway i but will yeah, say uh, though they made a good pivot off of that Sh- oh certainly show, it's yeah. it's taken them it's taken them three and a half four years mm-hmm. or some shit to make it happen but they've they've slowly got there in about as fast as you could hope for a company of that size to be able to you know yeah like you said pivot into where they are now uh yeah, I would. I would agree. Twenty twenty, and then if uh, in some far flung <clears throat> universe, Sony was also planning to launch twenty twenty, there's a a very real chance that they launch twenty nineteen. Not no, twenty nineteen. That, and I, I only say that if Sony were to also say that they were going to launch something in twenty twenty. Um, because if that's the case. Because they so desperately most- need.
2: I think at most we would get it for Christmas. Of, yeah, of 2019. That would be it. yeah. If Sony if Sony slated for like March of 2020, if they really wanted to do it, but at that, I just still I still think that is way too soon. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't see it happening.: Well, I don't think knows? Sony we'll see.
0: I don't think so. I, the only reason I say this is because I think Microsoft has to get first. I don't think Sony's going to do it. Sony hasn't even postured. Sony doesn't need to? They're, well, they don't need still to.
1: Selling consoles like hotcakes.
0: Well, and, they're, and they're, they haven't. They haven't even postured. In fact, they, they did the opposite. They said we don't. We're not looking at. They just outright said we're not yeah. looking at new consoles right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Sony Dude, might not me- be in until 2021. Yeah, during Before they Prime start Day, thinking about it.
1: During Prime Day, we were talking, like a bunch of the discords, I mean, we were talking about the sales that were going on. Yeah. And people were like, oh, hey, the Switch is on sale. Oh, hey, there's these Xbox sales. And everyone was just like, are there any Sony sales? I really
0: just want to get a PS4 now, and yeah.
1: was, I was just like, no, there are no Sony sales. Like they, they do don't have put to put the console on sale.
0: Well, to be fair, Nintendo yeah. doesn't have to put a fucking Switch on sale either. But there, there you have it. Uh, Nintendo
1: didn't actually put the Switch on sale.
0: The, the vendors were like, yeah, the vendors were doing um, it. We'll
1: give you the, we'll give it to you for the retail price of two ninety nine ninety nine, but we'll throw in like a memory card, or we'll
0: throw in thirty yeah, bucks off the game. Yeah, or something. yeah, 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 for sure. All right, yeah. what's next? What do we got? Uh, Realm Royale. They did uh, an eSport Invitational that's still in the midst of happening because I think it's a week-long dealio. It's a weekly. A weekly. uh, And then it's like a a $10,000 a pop deal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And to this point, it's been an an Invitational uh, with Twitch streamers. And uh, it's been uh, high res's opportunity to stretch their their legs a bit, get the game out into the eSports scene, despite being an alpha because apparently... These days, you have to have an eSport before you even have a full release. Well, you uh, kind of do. Yep, uh, at <laughs> least at least in this at least in this, at, least, at, at least in this genre for sure. So uh, they did it, and I have to say, um, despite the fact that the casters made me cringe every five and a half seconds with some of the most amazingly awkward analogies I've ever heard, the uh, the spectating was really, really, really good. Uh, They did
1: some cool stuff with the scoring for this, right?
0: Well, the way that they're scoring it, yeah. So they were doing it where it was um, whatever wherever you placed uh, minus your kills. So Mm. if you placed, if you won, that would be like zero and then minus your number of kills. So you'd end Mm. up with... Like golf, lowest number better. Lowest number wins. Yeah, Exactly. I was, Which I think I is the best way before, to do battle royale. Like,
1: it seemed like I was I was I, I read about it on the train while I was stuck there. It was like one of the last tweets I saw, and I'm like, "That's actually really cool. That's a, that's actually a really smart way to do the scoring because it in, properly incentivizes killing people. Yeah, while just, at the same time, I mean, you, you can know, camp,
2: you can camp, yeah. but if you're not getting kills and you're really not helping your score all that yeah. much, unless you're planning to win. Yeah. And even still, somebody that came in second or third could so still have better score a than you because than they're you. out there killing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a it's a really smart way to incentivize. Yeah, it's it. it's it's well done. So far, so good.
0: Yeah, no, it's done really well. I was just the do you the think. Yeah, go Battle ahead. Royales are gonna
1: try taking that approach now. Seeing because I I I looked at that. And I'm like that is actually a really smart way to do the scoring. I feel like someone else is gonna try to use that now. Yeah, um, might
2: I mean I don't know I, I I I think we're gonna start to see Fortnite come out with more stuff to compete. Um, it's like you know, the
1: Friday Fortnite thing that Keemstar runs and Epic has already announced that they're doing a Friday invitational event for Fortnite mm, where they're inviting course. all the streamers. So yeah, was, uh,
0: interesting. This is going to be a bunch of streamers having opportunity to make even more money. This is all yep, this is going to be one yeah, giant millionaire, million, millionaires 10 grand. making, <laughs> making $10,000 that they make a day
2: streaming. It's like whatever. Whoop do. Like, the, the The money to them is like, it's not even money. It's just uh, whatever.
0: Yeah, I would. I kind of wish that. I mean, I understand. I understand the concept of why you would do an invitational because it's the best way of getting the most eyeballs on the stream because you're getting a, all the communities that want to see their favorite streamers play the game. But like listening to the commentators try and talk up a lot of these streamers as the best people that play the game right now is a lot, very fucking painful because watching some of these plays, there's
2: a lot of shitty players. Just in Just terrible. Like, I'm not in it because I was away, so I didn't get to sign up. I'm trying to get in on future ones now, but like I'm way better than a lot of the players I saw in that tournament. Like there are people yeah. in there that are just fucking terrible, but yeah. there are some gods in there too. So
0: yeah, there are definitely some gods. There there are some, and and it's very when you looked at the scoreboard, it was very you easy to see. Yeah, you could you could who, see was who was better was than gods. everyone else. Yeah. yeah, it was very very obvious. But it did the, uh, you know, from not necessarily the whole production side. Uh, although i will say whatever they're encoding with over there is better than most every other game i've seen 1080p 60 just from a, a a video geeky standpoint uh they they must be running that shit through some serious computers to get it encoding that fucking clean but they pulled it off and the spectator mode itself looked like it it was running beautifully um it wasn't like dead static nothing moved too quick it was easy to see everything. They managed to not miss that many battles. They missed a, a few here and there, but it, like it's for the first rip. Oh, it good. was definitely it's it impressive. was definitely uh, very impressive um, for sure. Uh, and so hopefully uh, it continues to do well for them and, um, uh, and and helps them you know grow the game really at yep. this point, which they desperately need because their patches fucked on their player base hard. <laughs> So now they gotta reverse yeah. that shit
3: yeah
2: well the 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 state of the game right now is actually the best might be the best that I've ever seen it um in terms of balance mm. um and that's still it's still bad like i now they're talking Did they about
1: fix the hit scan weapon problems or still
2: not yet um there's still a couple of small issues um it's nothing crazy, especially on most of the weapons that people use they're fine. Uh, the, the biggest thing right now is I know they were talking about potentially getting rid of the warrior doing damage when he lands on you, uh, using, uh, his, his active. So like, I've his been, jump.
0: I've been asking for that shit because it's forever. the only class
2: that does damage and it's their, a lot of damage on, and the AOE is fucking huge. Yeah, it, it is big <laughs> and, and you can, and people are just using that as a, as, as, as an engage because that's what you do now with with i mean that's what you always done with warrior but you know warrior's so strong that it's buff the
0: axe it, they've got the yeah, shield it's just, potion it's ridiculous yeah. all that fucking health like uh now you have a frost axe on top of yeah. that you pop yeah. a shield you jump in you do 400 damage you hit an axe you charge you do 400 damage you turn around you hit another axe dead game over yeah. dead um, and, and there's pretty much fast. nothing you can do <laughs> and the uh, with the
2: assassin with the concussive bomb, um, they're they're considering getting rid of all damage, so it only it'll only just bounce you, you around. Down. Yeah, which is what I've which been is, saying for the yeah, longest time. we both of us have been like, just there's enough. It does it it does its job. Like if because it, it's super easy to hit. Like I like, remember I got hit by it the other day, mm. and it, it was like I'm standing here and the concussive hit past my shelf and it still blew me to the side and did like 400 damage. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like it's ridiculous. And then there's not much you can do. So um, those are the two big things that they're talking about now. I think they're probably going to wait until after this tournament or, or, you know, uh, there, I don't know. I don't know when they're planning on testing this or if it's already in test servers or not, but if they fix those things, um, it'll be in a really good place. But right now, you know, for, for it being an alpha, I call it a beta, It's definitely Um, not alpha. They're they're just—they're just—they're definitely milking milking that—that a lot. Yeah. But for where it's at, at so far so good. The eSport thing is working out for them. Um, it's—it's fun to watch. Um, we just need a replay system. Just give us a replay system.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it. That'll that'll definitely help. That'll help like proliferate the game even more uh, than they already are. And and yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah. I've got drainage stuck at the back of my throat. It's driving me freaking crazy right now. Um, Let's see. What else we got touching? Oh! <laughs> Last week, we talked about just how bad the Calling 2 was doing. Just a hot mess. Released with, like, three people playing the game. Literally, like, three people playing <clears throat> the game. Absolute Two. garbage. I watched a video. I hadn't seen <laughs> anything. Jeff, did you ever... Did you watch any video on it? No. Bro? You need to see how, just how bad the game was. So, Jimquisition has a video up you can watch, uh, I think, uh, was the one I watched, if I'm not mistaken. And um, when he eventually did get into a game, which took for fucking ever because there was nobody playing, (laughs) there'd be like seven people on the map and the map is fucking huge and so you just run around and nobody was not like nothing was happening and it looked like the most discount beat up shit h1z1 you've ever seen in your entire fucking life and then somebody would come across somebody and shoot and then that was like the fucking show or you'd just get into a game and you'd win cuz like nobody else was there cuz the the server would give up and just say all right nobody's here let's start the game and then you just win it's it, it just it looked it looked like a game that you put together at a game jam, like some mm. shit you'd have like a weekend. You'd go to like a convention and you just slap some shit together. It looked like, th- it looked like that, uh, mixed with like a shitty asset flip. So it was just a gong show all around. So what they did was they came out and they said, all right guys. So, uh, we fucked up bad. Uh, we get it. So we're going to, we're going to take, we're going to pull calling to off steam entirely <laughs> gone. And we're going to reinstate the Calling One, and we're going to work on making that, taking that game back to where everyone was, you know, a little bit happier with it and just build off of that game. Yeah, instead of trying to do two. Now, how much goodwill they have left after all that gong show, I have no idea. But, uh, I mean, really, the bar is not high. They just have to beat more than 11 people. Mm. Hey, uh, Adam, have you ever fucked up so bad you just died? I'm still here so thankfully no. I haven't I haven't gotten that bad. I've done some stupid shit, but I haven't uh, I haven't just died. But they I really just want to know what they were
1: thinking when they were like in the studio being like, "You know man, I think this game is ready. Let's launch." That it was so bad that a week later they're like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't do this." You know what it
0: was? It was a bunch of young people and they saw the success of Fortnite and PUBG and even H1Z1 and they said, "Guys, Look at all these big names coming into this space. We need to get this shit out yesterday. And so they just got it to a point where they're like, yeah, this might fly. And then they wrote one of the most, like, heinously hyperbolic fucking descriptions for a video game ever. They were like, the most high-action, high-octane, thrilling battle royale experience you'll find fucking anywhere. Like, the description was brutal it shot so high there was no way they'd ever hit it and then on top of the fact that, uh, that that they did that and then have the game come out and nobody fucking play it nobody fucking watched like anything they didn't give a shit everyone just angry it made it a thousand times better uh so i don't know how they plan on pulling themselves out of that fucking pit but uh good luck good luck mm-hmm. speaking of pulling yourself out of a pit no man's sky has their next expansion coming in like Five
1: days. Uh, it hits on my birthday.
0: Yeah. So uh, this 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 update is representative of one. if if there was a pit physically, and and Sean was at the bottom, starting on the launch, with all the fuckery that went down with that, and every death threat and every fucking shit too two and a half years or two years of the internet shitting down Sean's throat and 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 Hello Games throat and they're just and they just quietly just keep releasing free con- like free updates and so Sean's just climbing out of this fucking hole. If that's the case, then we're panning out to the outside of the fucking hole and this is the last hand reaching over the ledge and then we cut to fucking black cuz this is the one that brings True, actual fucking multiplayer to No Man's Sky, amongst other things, but true, honest to God, I see you, you see me, we can work together, we can travel together, we can do battle with together, we can be on a fucking, like, massive-ass ship in space together, we build bases and shit, all together, holding hands and skipping off into the fucking sunset on top of adding... Like a big visual update in terms of how the game auto-generates shit. Uh, It looked like uh, this is also third-person as a viable thing now. So you can do the game from uh, third-person both when you're running around and when you're in the ships. Uh, And probably some other shit. But we got a trailer (laughs) and Sean said seven days. And so it's basically they just drop that shit out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, what's well, up?" They've
1: been they announced it actually about two months ago. Well, they announced, months co- they announced it was they
0: announced that it was a thing, but date. they didn't say the like was a date or a trailer or anything. They just showed up. They didn't up announce like, a trailer. They said
1: the next update, and I, I knew it was coming on my birthday for about two three months now. Mm. But they had they're like, "Here's some basic details. You'll get more much closer." So like, oh, I was unaware they
0: even released a date. I had no idea uh, there was even a date until the trailer. I had not a fucking clue. And I follow them on Twitter, so I don't know how the hell I managed to miss that, but uh, we're there. I think that one came out of media reports
1: as opposed to like them just announcing it.
0: Mm, yeah, probably. But uh, it actually <laughs> it actually looks really fucking good. Uh, now, they have a, a way of, of showing. Um, I didn't put the trailer in. I probably should have put the trailer in. and It does look f- fucking amazing. Are you looking for it, Jeff? Do you want me to find it for you? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for it now. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll probably be able to find it here in a hot second. Yep. Uh, here we go. This is just from, I'll put it in the, uh, the chat for the stream here. Okay. Um, so this is on PlayStation's YouTube, but it's, it's the same trailer for, for everything. So, um now they do they do the the standard showing a lot of stuff that actually does totally happen in no man's sky, but the frequency of seeing this stuff is not that fucking high, but they've certainly with all the updates that they've that they've included over time, where we have the base building, we have the portal so you you can actually uh, inhabit multiple planets now and not have to worry about literally trying to find your way back through the fucking mass of space um, they have underwater. Now, uh, with base building as well and and finding shit underwater, uh, you can see that it's all... This whole trailer is in third person. Uh, you've got people walking around everywhere. Um, yeah. It looks like a totally different game. In fact, the visual yeah, looks, overhaul...
2: Yeah, it looks... Nothing like the game I played
0: before. Like nothing. Um, especially if you haven't seen any of the other updates with the base building and how they changed base how a lot of stuff well works. So there's a lot of shit. There's an actual... Uh, More expanded story now. Uh, There's a lot going on here that probably not a lot of people know even exists. Just um, the rage bubble in. Just because people are are, I've never seen a grudge held so much in my entire fucking life. It's like Sean came to their house and killed their dog, and fucking like slept with their mother, and and just fucking spit on their hand and slapped their father and walked out. Like that's the kind of grudge these people are holding against this fucking game for two years, and they've just been silently like for free putting all this shit out, and here we are, uh, finally here. So I think I made the. The estimate that once they had true multiplayer into the game, um, they might finally stick a toe in the water and, ha- and be like, guys, we're going to try this. We've got some more content coming, but we want you to pay like $4.99. I think we're going to see cosmetic ships and stuff. Yeah, like there's got to be something because they've now gone from the launch, which they sold a shitload of copies, and then they got refunded like fucking just... So, they lost a ton. They've been sitting at like 1,500 concurrent players hourly uh, on Steam Spy for ages. So, there's not been a lot of like super fresh blood. Every time an update comes, they get a couple here, a couple there. So, they're 800
1: times more than the culling.
0: Yeah, they're still running. (laughs) They're still running on like the fumes from their sale on launch. And they're still doing all this um, free content. And they're not, it's not small content updates. If this multiplayer update was the first update that they had given, that would have brought the game up to the lofty heights that Sean was talking about when he was doing interviews. But the other the Xbox updates... The launched,
1: though, with this one, so it's not like it's going to be completely empty. Like, they'll get some money. Oh, yeah. It, like, oh, no. Xbox.
0: Xbox people will be involved, too. So yeah. uh, that'll also um, add to the, the player base because it's been PlayStation 4 PC exclusive for a long while now. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Jesus, fuck, you, de- you derail- uh, derailed me. Um, fuck me.
1: <laughs> you were talking about DLC and them just getting out of the hole.
0: Um, whatever, fuck it. So it's coming out. Uh, it's coming out and, uh, it looks like a totally different game. Oh, I know what I. Okay, so they come up with all this DLC. I got, I've I caught myself now. And it, um, the DLC that came prior to this multiplayer one um, took the game beyond the scope that it was originally going to have. The, what, like the, the scope that Sean was talking about at all these E3s and all the, all the uh, interviews and shit. So things like having um, vehicles on the planet side to travel around in that have different serve different purposes. Uh, the freighters uh, that you see, uh, you can now own and operate in space, those big-ass ships. And they serve a purpose as well. They're not just cosmetic. Um, the The expanded uh, story and the uh, base building itself, all outside of the original scope. And so yeah, now we have... Yes,
2: but at the same time, from the original scope, they promised that they were going to be adding to the game anyway. So it's no, not... No, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know, no, it's not like, hey, you gave us more stuff. It's like, dude, you what, what told up? us... We're not yeah. going to give you a pat on the back for doing what you said you were going to do in the first place. No, sure. After, yeah.
0: Oh no, hundred um, percent. I think it's telling that it's taken that that it's taken them this long to get the true multiplayer going. I think that tells you that it was a much bigger feat than they had anticipated. Because I want to I want to assume that since that was like the main focal point of everyone shitting on this game was the lack of the true multiplayer or even being able to see each other. um, That would have been like their number one priority to get that shit out. So I think the fact that it's taken this long is a relatively decent uh, gauge for just how big of a task it was for them to even get to this point.
1: You want to know how I know it was extremely telling that this was a big hassle for them? The fact that they released the last patch and they said, hey... We're giving you part one of the multiplayer. You can leave messages for other people. Yeah. It's telling me that they probably had some massive sync issues that they couldn't work out. So they use that to get telemetry and like diagnostic detail from people playing the game to yeah. figure out this is how we're going to make the syncing work and get people together for real. I feel like <laughs> they needed to do that for a little while and just get a lot of data so they can figure it out
0: yeah for sure now in fairness, this is not uh, you know the multiplayer thing uh and all this extra content does absolutely add uh a lot to the game, but ultimately, I feel like people also think that no man's sky is more than just an exploratory uh you know uh you know base building whatever you wanna you know call it it's it's a survival game it's not it's not Eve online like like you're, you're you're a lot of people want to look at no mans sky like a an 80s sci-fi movie poster version of Eve online and it's just not that or or even worse um uh star citizen it's not gonna be fucking star citizen either uh Some and really so
1: sophisticated exploration sim and that is it
0: yeah if you so for example if you don't like Minecraft or any of the other survival builders that exist, the odds of you liking No Man's Sky, not particularly huge. Um, So it's not like this is suddenly going to change, you know, your perspective of the genre if you already aren't particularly happy with it. But it will make things a lot easier for people who are already involved in the game or for those who want to play with other people because there were some major community projects that were happening before people could even see each other um, within the game that they accomplished. So now I imagine that's going to be much easier for them in the and uh, the colonization how many people it can
1: handle together because you have some of those huge communities and mm. they have colonized systems and planetary areas.
0: Yeah, how exactly. Many people
1: can you actually fit together on all of those planets?
0: That's probably Sean's probably going to be losing some weight and sweat. Yeah. The day that that goes live and then they see, you know, when like the, the main the f- nexus for that community group, like what's going to happen? That's when huge. Go live. Exactly. Let's get all the freighters and all the people on one planet and see what happens. It's just something that explodes somewhere on a server. It's going to be data center that burns down or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's happening. Um, but... Jeff, as somebody who, as somebody who's not been a No Man's Sky fan, what did that trailer look like? Did it look like something that, if that was the 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 game that you were getting two years ago, would that uh, if you if if the scandal never happened, if the if the great swindling of 2016 never happened, would that look like a game you'd play?
2: Yeah, I mean the the game, the trailer that they gave us before when the game came out was a game that I looked like I'd play. You know what I mean? So mm. I mean, yeah. I uh, I actually played a fair amount of No Man's Sky. I think I clocked I like 60 it. hours yeah. or 70 hours it. into the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I played quite a bit of that shit, and, like, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but, you know, you play five hours of the game, and you've played the game. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't... Yeah, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> and, what... And, and
0: unlike unlike Minecraft... Especially back then, because you couldn't yeah. build or do anything back then. So yeah, that was like really Minecraft, the
2: case. There was so much... There's so much more to do. Yeah, um and and No Man's Sky when it came out it was just like oh okay like even all the planets looked the same they were just like little just different different color ish, palettes like, and yeah like it was just is the same old shit so yeah I mean hey I I'll try it out it looks looks cool I already own the game so exactly no harm may
0: as well try it right no harm yeah no harm no foul for sure yeah. Uh, um, what else did we get here? I know I got. Oh yeah, right into the the Star Citizen dreams. Another one of Jeff's favorite topics. Star Citizen, the biggest swindle of them all, perhaps. Mm, hundred and ninety, the hundred and ninety million dollar swindle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, like twenty sixteen or 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 so, they had already stopped. Taking refunds for uh purchases made by backers uh they had shut it down uh and then they were slowly changing the the end user agreement or the purchase agreement or whatever over time like they were taking they took like it's like it it, it was like cooking the lobster. So you start them on the slow boil, and then you roll it right up, and it's like the lobster mm, doesn't feel anything. Swindling. It's like a, swindling people.
1: So but that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I'm going to actually cut you off there because that's partially inaccurate. Mm, um, here comes panic, the guy, guy right. who is got, right? I, I literally
0: go. got a refund back from them like four months ago. Like, okay, so I, here's here's the deal. Not everyone. Not everyone is. Yeah. Okay? Like,
1: I, I literally just contacted them on chat, and I was like, "Yo, I can I get a refund for this one?" transaction i did mm-hmm. like during the holiday sale which was like three months prior to when i asked for the refund and they're like yeah okay and then sorry like, we
2: already bought four hurricanes it took your like, money's
1: gone it took <laughs> like a yeah. it took like a week and then the money was back in my account so i was so like,
0: the problem okay. is you are on uh, in the great statistics rare. game you are on the tail ends uh of of the bell curve there because <laughs> the vast majority there are there are apparently hundreds of refund, uh, unprocessed refund requests, uh, that have been piled up for years at this point, uh, that they've never tackled. Uh, and like I said, they started changing the agreements slowly over time, the wording slowly over time to the point where now today you are not even allowed to take them to court over it. There's no legal recourse that you have <laughs> Word. To get even if you even if your refund is already in process Swindled. from like years ago, there is no one guy Swind. one guy tried by, uh, towards the end of 2017 or so I think it was <coughs> tried to get them in uh, and the judge took a look at it and said unfortunately you have to go through arbitration first mm-hmm. and because that happened, it's now set precedent where it's now shutting people down at the at the uh, so, uh, at the court level. So now the guy
1: that you're talking about though, like he's 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 actually well known in the community. Of course. Um, partially for being a shit stirrer, but um, Sure. The issue Stir here away. is yeah, the issue is um he asked for a refund of his full contribution amount, which again, if you're unhappy at, at, at a point you the should James not out to. yet, probably yeah. should be allowed. But here's the thing. Um he requested a refund on forty five hundred dollars. Okay. Who the
2: fuck spent? God damn no, it. Don't you Jeff, remember
1: the, we did Jeff, the 27,000 or whatever? Let the most ridiculous part of this, though. Right? He has been... That was over 61 different transactions. Okay. Through 2017, he was,
0: he was still buying into this game.
1: hmm Like, just plugging along, buying things.
0: And, and then, then he probably said to himself, this game's not going to come out before I have grandchildren dead in the ground. Well, that's where I'm going to dis- – again, we've disagreed about that point however many times on the
1: podcast we don't necessarily <laughs> need to go into that part. I'm not saying me personally. No, I'm no, no, no. saying know, him. What I'm saying is this guy consistently went in and was throwing more and more money in. Sure. And he then went in and said, I want a refund of the whole thing. Now, SIG has been really good on giving you refunds if you ask within 14 to 30 days. If you ask within 14 to 30 days of your pledge – they will no questions asked. They've given refunds even for like in some cases, like I asked three months after the fact they didn't even ask questions They're like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. Like I, you know, I wasn't asking for like, I didn't ask for something that I, I gave them money like four, or five years ago. I didn't ask for that. I was like, look, I bought this during holiday sale. Really don't want it. Can I just get a refund on it? You know, I didn't even ask for store credit. I'm like, can I just get my cash back? They're like, Yeah, no problem. And they actually like talked about they're like, look, fourteen like fourteen days is what's written in our refund policy. When you pledge, we usually we enforce it up to thirty days, like no questions asked. After thirty days, we have to allocate that money for development. We can't just leave it sitting there ready for refund. You have to allocate that hundred ninety million dollars to development.
2: Suck my dick.
1: They've been developing. They've been developing off of that money.
2: Fucking cock.
1: Jeff, raw. they've been running a five-studio development team for five years. That they've been running chased.
2: a professional swoundle for five <laughs> fucking years. I'm $190 just, uh, yeah. million
1: dollars and no game yeah, yet. but here's Suck the thing, Jeff. Raw, here's cow. the thing, Jeff. You haven't even loaded up the game on your computer to even play it. I don't need it. to. I, I can load to. up the game right now and play it myself. I can you do can, that today. You can load yeah. up a you section can go on a of a ship costs 9 million dollars.
0: Of it. Of you can load up a section of a demo and do some light dogfighting and running around on the surface with some first-person combat. Woo! I
1: can also and, go and, mining and, and judging,
0: explore five and, different planets and moons.
2: And imagine how small of an experience that is. To the grandios thing that they promised everybody. It's yeah, but not here's the even thing. a
1: fucking Yeah, but you guys don't follow the actual development. You guys are arguing as if you know what's been going on. I've been following this shit for years. I follow it closely. But I see I'm, when the releases come
0: out. I'm just mm-hmm. I, I'm just I saying. Track it. I'm just saying that's fine. I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to say that I know more about this game than you. Yeah.
1: I know. It is It you is. You guys of- can't go
0: and drop it's a con
1: job, but then not actually do the research on it. Well, no, I can. Well, no, we I actually can. can. You, can't,
0: we, we, you can't go and say, that. oh, I didn't do any research. We, this we, is a con job. We can. We can also be wrong by saying that. It doesn't change yeah. the fact that we well, can don't, totally don't, don't say don't it. Dro- yeah, you can say it, but don't drop it as if you're
1: 100% right. I'm not. It's like, I'm not dropping that I'm 100% right. They am I. might be running a con job, but I'm going and saying, look, you can't go and say, oh, it's a con I job. I think but it's then very probable.
0: I think the probability is very high. Here's, I mean, here's anything my, can happen, right? Here's my you take know? on it. I don't think it's a con job. I just think they're in over their fucking head. <laughs> I think I think that they've got they've got a guy at the top of this thing that is basically like a borderline fucking cult leader status amongst the developers <laughs> and especially amongst the people that played his earlier games. Uh, uh back in the 90s and everyone wants to basically wash this guy's poll and not even get paid for it and he's got he's he's got borderline Peter Molyneux syndrome where he scopes out some crazy shit. The difference between him and Peter Molyneux is that is that there is enough people willing to give him a hundred ninety million fucking dollars to try and take that crazy scope out of his head and put it into the real world and and that's fine and people are free to do with their money whatever the fuck they want and he's free to go up there and and uh, make it happen and i'm not saying that they don't have anything because they have it. I'm. I am saying that it's pitiful that for the amount of time and money that they've had, that that is right. what they have on offer delivering right now. Delivering a game, delivering a
1: game like that at that scale in five years is insane. Already. I'm not saying yeah, they're that they're going to be de- so, okay. So, no, so what are you me saying? Behind. Are you expecting it to release in fifteen years? Because I mean, for I'm what? expecting. I'm expecting it to release in the next two to three years. That is fucking give it
2: retarded. Th- You've got such a small game. You've yeah, got you got don't know sh- much
1: about the game development. Process. I, I, I actually do, do this shit for a living, listen, so I know listen, what the I ramp up fu- and the buildup is.
2: Give a shit if you suck dick on the fucking corner of Wall Street. All right, you still get the fucking taste of cock in your mouth. You know what the shit is? It is basically this is this is it. This is what they're doing. It's it's basically a huge ministry, and you've got a fucking pastor with tens of thousands of people in a little cult pastoring, and they're looking <laughs> for savior. They're looking for somebody to fix their fucking life. They're Looking for an escape They're not getting What they need In real life So they're looking For some higher power That higher power <laughs> Is that fucking twat At the top of the food chain promising severance and savior and fucking the second coming of christ and so you've got everybody donating everything they got the same people in the ministry in the church are struggling to pay their bills are struggling to keep lights on in their house are struggling to put food on the table but they'll give every fucking cent they got to just one chance to have their dreams come true and that guy at the top is taking advantage of hard-working people and the way that you you talk, and the way that you, you back this shit up is the same fucking shit that those cult leaders do. They
1: brainwash yeah, you into but here's a vision. The they brainwash thing, Jeff. you
2: into that. And I fucking end of the day, play the game. Greedy, rich. Sons of a bitches that don't actually do anything, and at the end of the day, nobody gets what they want, and that's just how it is. And now people are asking, now you're talking like matter of fact, saying like salty. you're right, Jeff.
1: That's, that's what, what you're is. wrong, man. Somebody is taking advantage
2: of people's ability to believe, and it's what they want, and they promised a euphoric space crazy thing where you can get lost and forget about your girlfriend and forget about your job and fucking be some weird engineer on a $3,000 spaceship that you can get (laughs) using whatever and you can go to fucking (laughs) 15,000 different planets that cost a million dollars each and it's gonna be amazing and you'll never have to leave the fucking house and you'll have a little bucket so you can shit and piss in it, it and then that's it but you don't get any of it now you get this little tiny slither where you can go into a spaceship have a shitty dog fight and call it a day you're so far from reality it's ridiculous it's Jeff, a huge swindle Jeff, That's when what was it is. the
1: last when was the last time when was the last time you fucking looked at the game when the, yeah, last, you can't keep the, yelling the, the same shit. The you gotta last, answer my question. The, the
2: last con they had, I watched the shit on stream. And we watched about an hour or two hours of that shit. And the only thing I saw were people going up an elevator and they were talking about how cool the textures are for this fucking elevator and shit. And then you know, people were walking into this little, little area like to get on years the spaceship. Old. And they go out there and they woo. They float around in space. It was so
0: fucking stupid. I literally loaded the game up last week. Stop the madness! stop the madness! Panic. I do agree. I do agree that (laughs) that 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 it's a bit of a Joel Olstein experience going on for sure. It's a
2: huge Joel Olstein experience. It's a
0: bit of a Joel Olstein. Now, now, granted, okay. My my problem is is this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak to the to the too much to the tele you know, tele-evangelical nature of this whole project, because it is a little fucking creepy, but... Oh, it is a little evangelistic, I'll give you that. But, the, the problem that I have is that we are okay, we know, we all know that money doesn't just suddenly, uh, permanently fix a time problem, and there's obviously a large time problem when the game has the scope of literally recreating the goddamn universe down to basically getting a fucking fleshlight and a dildo on both ends and having fucking over-the-internet fucking sex on your $25,000 freighter. Uh, you know, that's that's cool, but it takes time. <clears throat> However, <clears throat> to be five years deep with all the money that they have and the five studios and a dog and whatever other fucking like crazy shit they've got going on to make this this all happen... The fact that, that that you're telling me right now that you expect, a, a, a what did you say the timeline was? Two to three years? Three to five? Yeah. What, I'll, two bet to three. Money. So I'll bet I, money. i Two
1: to three years are going to have the Persistent Universe out initially. Um, I guarantee you we're going to have Squadron 42 in
0: the next 18 months, which again... I'll-
1: our squadron 42 should have been out in my book should have been out at least last year at the latest
0: i want to know when the game is out i don't want to know when the next when the next Wait, marker can you. be moved. Got, no, hold on jeff i, I don't answer. i don't i don't know hold on, hold on. i don't know when the because right now what i'm hearing coming from you, you whether the next you, point release you're talking about right Yeah, because right now you're doing the move the post thing where it's like all right we got squadron the point then we've every got three persistent now. then we've got this i want to know when the whole goddamn game is out and I don't never. mean deal. I don't know. I don't mean DLC. I don't mean like extending what they have. I mean when they had the vision that they sold you never. and thousands of others to spend that much money on this game, when is that here? When does Star Citizen full-blown 1.0 when
2: is that on the show? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And then panic you can go ahead because you're so educated on this. I'll tell you. Never. It will never come out fully to the, to what they are saying. I believe there will be a version of the game, but it will be one 100 thousandth of what they promised. and that will be the show. There will there will never be this 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 universe and this fucking endless possibilities. that will never I will bet money. and I will and I'll bet a large sum of money <laughs> because I am very, very sure that that will never happen. They will release. A version of the game and call it complete, and they'll say we'll continue to update it and we'll we'll continue to do it. But this is going to be the official lease and we've done it. Yay! We'll you know we'll celebrate, but it will be one one hundredth, thousandth of what they said it will be. That's what's going to happen, and I don't expect that for another five years.
0: All right. So, what's your estimation? Panic. I, I thought I, I was as clear so, as I could possibly. Yeah. Be no. No. About no. It. I get.
1: I get exactly what you're saying. So, they actually, in their estimates and their roadmap, they break it out. Like I was mentioning, they have Squadron Forty Two, which is a single player campaign that they initially started the Kickstarter on before all the stretch goals. They've said, based on all the scope changes and everything, they're about a year to a year and a half out. They're estimating to getting that out as like the single player full campaign everything that if you want the single-player experience, you'll get that. That's what they're, they're targeting, 18 months or so. In terms of the multiplayer game that everyone has been talking about, and that's the one where they got the ridiculous sum of money for all that's, of that. That's what we're talking about, because they didn't yeah, get no, $190 ninety no, no, million for the single-player experience. No, no, no. So here's, so there's, there's tie-ins for them. They're doing a lot of the development right now to get the assets, and they're doing a lot of the testing on pre-production work for the big game on the single-player campaign. So all the capital ship tech that they've already built, all of that's been done for the capital ships they're using in the single-player experience. So effectively, they're using Squadron 42 as the big pre-production run for Persistent Universe. Either way, all that's just whatever fluff for you guys. But in terms uh, of the actual roadmap, they have the roadmap for each point release that they're doing. They're doing quarterly releases now. It's not a year between releases, <laughs> and they've met the last two quarterly releases already since they started doing it in December. So they had the holiday release, and they did one in March, and then they did one just recently for the three two. Um, and they list out exactly what's going in, and they tie it to mechanics that were promised from the original. So things like this, this most recent patch actually has full mining with the scanning interface to actually go in and mine materials, get materials, which they integrated with the trading loop that they had from the last one, and they included salvage. So, like, they, they're, like, they're actually, like, on their roadmap, they have their roadmap out to about three or four point releases, and they've noted specifically when they're adding new planets. So, they said for launch, they have a star map, and they said for launch, we will have these systems and stars and planets done for launch. So, that was something, like, I think it was, like, five to ten systems that they were going to have for the launch of the persisting universe which would each would include a co- you know a couple of planets and you know half a dozen moons or so with stations and everything. So right now they have the one system that the that the uh, game is taking place is actually you know they said we're more or less done with this one right now. We're going to start adding the bigger planets and then after that, effectively they're in that big ramp up phase. You know where you do all the pre production work and then you say we have all of our tools, our pipelines, our things are done. Now we can be like just 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 push things through the pipeline. As an example, the initial ships took you know months or even uh, you know years to get into the game. A ship they announced a couple of you know you know in December is going to be available in in September now, and this was like mm-hmm. a bigger capital ship. Ooh, man, so they're they ha- they're
2: overachieving.
1: So the, again, Jeff, you can be snarky as much as you want. Oh, I'm but definitely from a game snarky. De- yeah, from a game development perspective, this is not a game we should have heard about until probably about like a year from now. But since they were going through Kickstarter and they are avoiding publishers and all that bullshit and investors and all of that stuff, they pretty much put out, oh, this is our pipe dream. So, yeah, again, I agree with you guys that there's that evangelistic cult-like perspective. But in terms of it being a total con job or it not gonna, they're not going to ship a game, I, I'm saying in two to three years, we'll have a persistent universe in the 1.0 state that they promise with the initial like the initial map of you know five to ten star systems with comp with the economy and everything and then they'll scale up from that so i'm gonna say two to i say i say 2021 is when we'll see it and again all of the all of the roadmap and shit it's on their site you can see it down to i, 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 know. Down to I, do, dude, I know i don't They're, give a i know, fuck fuck it's, I know what it's there Put I know, on their
0: website. Uh, I know it's there. They've changed yeah, but, that roadmap yeah. several times. Yeah. Which but, happens. Here's the thing.
1: but but with the point release roadmaps, they're holding themselves accountable to the public. So they said these ships are going to be in these patches, and those ships have been in the patches. The tech for them has been in the patches.
2: So well, congratulations, yeah. you got a few ships, man. Like we're talking about a massive game here. This is not like yeah. We're and gonna, you know, it's it's anyway. You're so on the where, fucking sauce, so, bro. So you're where, on, you're so deep on the sauce. You're just you're so, you're drunk yeah, with but this.
1: You're, and you're on the. You're, I might. You're saying I'm I have so deep a reason, in the sauce, but I you're, on the, other, to you're, you're be on, the on the other. You're on the other side. Yeah, you you're on the other side for the exact same reasons I'm on the side I'm on. You know, you're ignorant to the other side just as I'm ignorant to your side. I don't but- think I'm that ignorant to the other side because the the proof is in the pudding, right? Uh, it, yeah, it, but it, you're this- saying you're saying that oh Listen, yeah, even in five years think- they're not going to deliver. I'm saying they will deliver within the next two I, three. Years I, I, what they no, initially no, promised. no,
2: no, no, fuck off! I said they're going to deliver a game. I did, I said it was going to be one one hundred thousandth of the euphoric experience that they set out to be and what they sold you brainwashed Lord loving <laughs> fucking space ad- adventure and wannabes that that's what I said. I didn't say they weren't going to release a game. Of course they're going to release a game. It's just going to be an, a pile of asshole in comparison to what they said. That's what I
0: said. I, so my, the, uh, uh, to bridge, because I'm somewhere between both of you right now in terms of this, this game, the so where we are right now, my concern my concern for this is is that while I understand that it took them a significant amount of time to build the tools to even start producing what you know what we're seeing now, so there's ramp up times that other games go through, um, notwithstanding that they had to go through engine changes and stuff in the midst of all of this fuckery but the we're we're at that point now, but we're we have such a small fucking slice. And and let's say that that 3 of the last 5 years was tool building, acquisition, fleshing out the development houses. That gives them 2 years to get to where they are now. It would be almost miraculous in my estimation. If in a following two years, tack on for three, that they go from where they are now to the entire pie, whether or not the entire pie or what they're pawning off as the entire pie comes to even approach what they have been evangelistic so about the, for this time is big up in the air had. bad
1: yeah well one of the big misses and they mentioned is that it's hard to sell the they sell the game to people um on the premise of the network tech because right now they had to use the old cry stuff and the amazon lumberyard stuff but they've actually they completed the new network tech that they've been working with amazon on so that's actually slated to come out this year. So they're um, they're doing the first part of it actually in the next point release, which is um, for a lot of the objects and how they're going to send them through the network compressed. And then the final one is actually the server meshing with the AWS cloud stuff. So that one they said when they get those two in, um, there's going to be a big jump in performance and the number of concurrent users that you can have simultaneously in a single system. So you know that one they said once we get that, you know, we can probably push it to a couple of hundred to a thousand people in a system. So they're how like, they're, you, they're but how do up.
2: you go from such a small game of what it is right now? So it's like a demo. It's like, remember those old PlayStation one demos that you would get back in the day and you could play like a, game? a magazine. You get well, like, yeah. Like, like you get, you yeah, one of those magazines magazine so that things. you can get the demo and, and, and say, for example, you got to play like fucking, I don't know, Parasite Eve. All right. But the Parasite Eve that you got to play, you got to see the first cutscene. And then you got to go to the front little area and fight four things. And then you'd you'd beat that area and then you'd walk into another building and then it would say Parasite Eve coming soon. And that was the show. That is literally where your game is at right now on the grand comparative to the grand scope that they have painted for everybody. So how do you go from that little tiny slither of a game because it's small. Sure, there's some functionality in it right now, and there's some, there's some. You can see what they're doing, right? But how do you go from this? I can't even make the pie. My hands don't even like do that to a full blown planet.
1: That's they already. So here's the thing, Jeff. They've been. That's part of the stuff they've been doing in the pre-production, and they've been demoing this tech a lot of the time. It's to be able to generate the planets and the moons in a proper way, similar to the procedural generation. But they do that with the way of also being able to have artists go in and do it. So they've been mastering the tech. And again, they've been using it on the one system. It's just like any development project. First, you figure out, first, you do it manually to understand the task. Then you figure out a way to rudimentarily automate it so that you can kind of you know, come up with a model for how to do it. And then you improve on that model. And you iterate on it. So now they've got this first system that they've built out planets, moons, and they're able to generate them procedurally. And then they don't have to spend as much time hand tailoring everything perfectly. Then once you have the tools built to do that reliably, which is why, again, we've been on the one system with a couple of moons and like a planet for the Stanton system, which is what it's called now, for. You know, five years since we've had it. But now in the next, like, each point release that's coming in now, every three months, they're including bigger and bigger planets and moons and sets. So we're getting multiple things in each of the releases. And then as they're improving on the tech, they're going to scale it up much more. That's why I'm saying. So if you have new planets and systems coming every three months now during this point release buildup, when I say 2021, they're going to have more than enough for what they plan and promise for their initial launch. They're already working on it. They've already shown renders and builds of in engine stuff mm-hmm. of these procedurally generated planets and areas. And they've shown people being able to interact. They have them in their internal builds. Like the stuff is there. They're building it out. So again, I a hundred percent get why you say I might be, Being conned by it. And again, I don't like sit here and read about it all day. Every like every other month or something, I'll go and sit down and I'm going to I just look, I'm like, oh, where's Star Citizen at? Okay, cool. I'll check back in later. And I, I check. I'm like, are they actually building tech? Are they doing stuff with the content? Hey, they said they were going to sell this ship. How far along are they in the build process? Are they actually? I, I believe
2: up? I believe they're building, man. But I also believe that they're giving you guys enough information so that you stop bitching, right? I, I just think they're just they have showing
1: seven shows a week to show progress on things. From anything, from you want to ask the devs questions, give us a list of questions. We'll go to the devs and talk to them directly. You want to see new ships? They have shows dedicated to that every week. They're putting out content too. And they'll, sh- and they'll like directly show you, hey, we've got these forum questions. We've got these direct questions. These are things. They're like super engaged more than any other developer I've seen. So if someone goes and asks them something, they answer the question. They show you where it's at. If you say, if they said, hey, you guys promised this, they'll, they'll actually come out and honestly say, hey, look, that didn't work out like we designed it. So this is how we're going to try to design it now. And they have shows where they'll talk about, the developers will talk about it and say, these are the challenges we're running into down to a technical level and say, these are the things we're going to try to fix it with and then if you have feedback give it they're very open about the dev that's the thing like there's like if they were like siloed and quiet and silent and not saying anything i'd be on your side of the line i'd be like oh this is a total con job but if i wanted to go and look at it i can be like oh what's the answer to this question they have content now direct from their mouths like developer not just pr people but like developers and other people working on the project they can come out and you know, they, they talk about it.
2: I don't I don't think I personally don't think that those people would be in on the con. Right. I, I think that they're doing their job that they've been paid to do. But I, I really, truly believe the guy who's running the show knows that the game that he promised is not even remotely going to happen at any point. That's and everybody thing, though, that works is, is also built, on the sauce. Chris I think Roberts has built these
1: games before on smaller scale. So, yeah, he's going of course for on smaller scale. scale now. That's
2: that's his biggest selling point is, dude, look what I've done in the past. Now, imagine what I can do in the future with one hundred ninety million dollars in the technology we have in 2018 or back then in 2013. You know, just imagine what we'll be in twenty seventy-six when this game finally gets launched. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, we're gonna get we're gonna get a version that is nowhere's near uh, what it is. And the funny part about it is is probably someone like you, an, an intelligent individual, uh, will 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 be able to admit defeat. But I think even most of the of the 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 followers, the worshipers of this, no matter what version is released, they're, they're going to, they're, they're going to argue to the, to the end of time that well they did what they said they were going to do, and they'll, they'll just be brainwashed in whatever end product there is anyway. I, I just, it's craziness, man. It's just crazy. It's crazy, but hey, I'm not, listen, what do I
0: know? Right. What do I know? I'm, I'm sticking, I'm, I'm sticking with the, um, I think it's going to be a fucking miracle if they do it in that time frame. Um, you know, doing city planets and all this, uh, like relying on so much on procedurally we're getting this, generated we're getting the, uh, uh, and stuff. City
1: planet and like uh, that one's called Corp. That's I think due out in December. So yeah. we'll go in
0: December. Yeah. So like uh, you know the just there's so there is so much that can go horribly fucking wrong with what they're doing right now, um, just because of what they're attempting to do. And for the amount of, like I said before, we're five years in. Let's assume three was spent on the on getting themselves into position to even. It's not press impressive where they're at. The go let's button that way, and then yeah. to get where they are now with the resources that they have is um, is concerning. If I if I look look if I had spent any appreciable amount of money on this game. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that this is why you are as optimistic or more optimistic than say I am and certainly more optimistic than Jeff is. But if I, I'm sure I would find it, it difficult to, to not want to not search my fucking feelings like I'm Anakin or some shit and be like, all right, um, I spent like a thousand bucks on this, on this shit. And this is where we're at, and what they've got is nice and all, but uh, this is looking this is looking bad in terms of if it, you know what what the ultimate product is going to be, and is it even worth close to a thousand plus? I'd love to see the average expenditure uh, on this if they've released that information. It would be super interesting what the average person has spent uh, on. I'm not going to call it a game. I'm going to call it on a concept because it's literally where it is it's still in a concept phase as far as i'm concerned because like Remember you said
1: that's correctly it was about a hundred bucks is where the average like the average median amount that someone spent is about a hundred bucks that would be like a, that would be like the game package plus like an extra ship or something yeah
0: i'd, I'd have to i'd have to know if they're using uh, you know the average or the like what they version actually literally of, said the most version. common
1: ship the most common ship and the most sold ship is the original dinky ass like the little Aurora ship that they demoed it with? Yeah, that one is the one that sold the most. It's well, the people that, who just well, want the game and like that? The, that makes the to start
0: that with. makes perfectly good sense. Yeah, but I'd be interested. I'd be interested in a couple of things. I'd be interested in um, the, uh, you know what what version of average they're using, and then just go one fucking standard deviation in the other direction and ah. see what the jump is. Uh, because obviously the average is going to be the dinky little fucking you know whatever ship, but I want to know if you just take one, one step in the other direction, what the Hundreds. fucking Hundreds. what the curve looks like on a, a graph for how much money is spent. Um, I've put I've I'd put, be put, interested.
1: Um, I've I've put about I'm gonna if I remember correctly I put about twelve hundred in. But again, I'm hundred percent okay with that. You know, for me, if the game comes out, if the, if we get a good space combat sim, even out of Squadron Forty Two, I've been dying for one for like ten years, so that's okay with me. And again, I'm I'm the outlier. So for me, yeah. But there are definitely people who have gone way balls deeper than I have. <laughs> um, but again, I feel like it's like a sense of false entitlement because they'll and you see it all the time with Kickstarters where people are just like, "Oh, I'm investing in a game." And I feel like that's wrong. Like you know, you're not investing in a game. You're you're giving money to someone hoping that they deliver something to you.
0: Yeah, so, but the in, all, again, in again, I get it's get like it's like a, it's like in a slippery they're investing slope. in a dream. In, fair, in fairness, in fairness, rarely, and more so now than before, because Kickstarter's gone through some dark yeah. fucking ages. It's not like. It's not like most of these things aren't aren't being you know these things aren't being pitched like you're describing them like if you yeah. if you understand the process of game development maybe you suss that out for yourself but the vast yeah. majority of people hopping on the bandwagons of these games they're not they're not trailing down that you know uh, road of thought and the people that are making these kickstarters and making these games they fucking know that and they use it to their advantage. Well, this guy they, more are, like games. one of
1: the first. This is like one of the first video game kickstarters that did really well. This was the first one that did extremely well. Like you know, so we can't hold them now to the standard that they were for the original Kickstarter. And that that being said, in twenty twelve, oh, I can They didn't, abs- ra- they didn't raise the hundred and ninety in twenty twelve. I, I can. No, I, I, I can. Definitely I definitely the hold them to the same standard.
0: Absolutely hold them because it's not about holding them. Because it's not Why like, didn't they
2: stop the funding, it's, dude? It's not Well, no, that's you, not, listen, that's not what I'm if getting. If you get at. A, if if you get it 50-60 million dollars, and, and that's enough to, to,
1: to get the ship fucking off the planet Jeff, and Jeff, going. would you, if, if people are giving you money, would you say stop giving me money?
2: Then hold them accountable if you're going. No, but you just said we shouldn't hold them to the same standards as what they did before because it was the most successful thing. If you want to keep collecting that money and you want to keep adding planets for a million dollars, then you better Jeff, hold, hold, hold them on. accountable.
1: L- let, me, let me finish my thought. I'm not saying, look. You can't hold them accountable to 2018 Kickstarter standards from 2012 on the initial Kickstarter. Now, when they're they're doing all of their fundraising now through their own materials and site, and they are holding you know and people they they're very transparent about how they're being held accountable. They they say, look, this is where we are. These are the terms again, like Adam sussed out. They've been changing the terms and conditions. They've been updating them, but they do announce it. And you are held to the terms and conditions when you make a purchase. From the time of that purchase. So if they change the terms of service, that doesn't affect you unless you make another purchase afterwards. Right. We, we, so, yes. like, To bring it back to the guy who made the 61 transactions, they announced and they alerted and they showed him the terms of service every single time. I know most people don't read it, but they've announced it. And he made 61 fucking separate transactions before he decided, I'm not getting it's, I, I I'm, I'm annoyed. It's less about
0: it's a le, it's less about that guy and more about the implications of what that guy did yeah. that set in motion the, the precedent that is now going to block a whole horde of backed People up People told him not refunds. to
1: file it because he was in
0: the wrong. The judge even told him initially. Yes, it's like, so you have to go through arbitration. Term,
1: yeah, you have to go to arbitration first. Yes. You can't just start a lawsuit.
0: So the thing about that, before I get back to the point before yeah. Jeff ran wild like Hulk Hogan. Just the 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 thing about the, the, the legality of it all being the precedent that is now set because he mistook what went down and the judge had to turn it down, that's unfortunate. But it, the thing was less about about that, more about the precedent, and more about the fact that because of that precedent, a whole whack of other people who were definitely not the same as this guy with 61 transactions and a fucking, you know problem with stopping himself and, you know, whatever. That's not not all these hundreds of people that have been waiting and never getting a response from the company for going on like a year plus, right? These are not people that just are, like I said, they're not like him. So it's more about those people, less about the fact that he's out there uh you know pressing the button every five fucking minutes apparently and 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 building up the all these transactions and more about the implications that it has for the people that aren't that uh who have been patiently waiting and never getting a response, and their money is locked up one way or another um, to get back to the point that we were talking about in terms of the Kickstarter thing is that uh i I absolutely will hold them to to the standard that we have today because. It's not that the stand, it's, it's, it's it's not, it's not like a legal standard. It's a fucking moral standard, which is time, you know, it it doesn't matter. It stands free of time. So to say that in the time, five years that it suddenly is no longer, you know, five years ago, it, it was totally kosher to go out and, and, uh, abuse the agency problem. That Kickstarter had with video game development versus now is, I think, a particularly silly thing to say. Uh, and they still abuse uh, the agency problem with with that exact thing. And they're not alone; other people do it too. But I'm not. I'm not. So I'm not saying they're the only people to do this shit. But when they hold so much more information over their head, regardless of how transparent they are with with the the, the crowd. Again, you can't be fully transparent. People, are, people aren't going to... Most people, they watch all these demos and shit. They're just seeing surface shit. They're not seeing backward, you know backdoor networking shit like you would because of what the field you work in. They're not seeing it the way that somebody who has worked in or would understand video game development. They're seeing... You know what they're seeing? They're seeing a dude put a helmet on with a fancy fucking animation and they literally spank it five goddamn times to just the helmet animation. That is the level of pageantry that this company gets to enjoy amongst the masses that have funded them $190 million fucking dollars. I don't care how good this game is, it's not $190 million before they even have a, a publicly released quarter of the game. It's not. Nothing's worth that much money up for. You took that to an angel investor. If you were even like back in the day is like a fucking Google and you tried to take that shit. People would be like, you're high as a goddamn kite. I'm sticking with ass G's until a day I D I fucking E. Get your shit the fuck out of here. One hundred ninety million dollars. Come back with a completed concept. Not yeah, some but sort Adam, of fucking the but money's Adam, not gone, though. They still, Adam, still got tons of money. There's, in the
2: there's nothing more powerful than faith, Right. There's nothing more powerful than something greater than you. And that is why there's so many brainwashed people. It doesn't matter. Common sense, probability goes out the window. Yes, There's a difference between faith and probability. Sure, something may happen. The game might come out. But the probability of it coming out to what they said it was... And what it was going so, to be is, yeah. is
1: is is it's not it's is, it's highly unlikely, highly unlikely. Pretty much the said, they've said if hypothetically say today money stops, like they turn off the faucet of money coming in. They have already stated that they have enough money to finish the game I as would hope was so. initially promised. They said based on what's come in, if money stops coming in today. You know, we can still like we we can run the studios. They should have enough for a while in (laughs) the hunger. They're like we have enough to run the studios for you know quite a while to make the game. Like it's not an issue. Like we can stop, but they're they're gonna keep pulling in
0: funding. So here, so to 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 kind of bring it back around in terms Mm -hmm. of when Jeff said about you know why you stop the funding in regards to what I'm saying about the the the. The agency theory and the pageantry that they enjoy to bring it all back to that point, which is why I wanted to try and wrap it up. Take it home, Adam. Take it home so we can move on. So the 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 thing about it is that you stop the funding because you have to like to answer and to to talk more. I guess I'm scatterbraining here, but I'm remembering what you said to Jeff when he said that about you know if somebody was just if people were just giving you more money, were you just gonna be like you know just would you just not take the money anymore? Uh, there are loads of examples of people doing that all the fucking time in business and otherwise. Uh, that's not like it's some sort of special usage case. Uh, the the idea that that because the money is just flowing through that they should just keep t- taking it, I think, is a um, is a a poor uh, a poor stance to take because ultimately they have to sit down... they they're. Re- they're from a business, let me put it this way: from a business perspective, maybe it makes sense if it all pans out as whatever. Because for if you're if you're a if you're a pure capitalist fuckboy and you will do literally anything and shit on anyone to make the most amount of money that you possibly can within the confines of the law, then yes, fucking take all that goddamn money, run it to the bank, whether you produce the product or not, to the fullest extent that you could, take it to the take it to the bank. But for but for a fair amount of people in business, uh, uh, just all the same, or somebody that, that could stop and think about it, they go, all right, hold on now. Um, we have more than enough money to complete our concept. If this game is good, there are loads of people that are going to buy this shit when it launches, regardless. Maybe, to protect not only the customers and the fans, but also ourselves, we should slow this motherfucker down and then do what we can and finish the game, because I'm telling you right now, the fact that they said that they've got enough money to do this for a long time, I goddamn hope so, because they are more than three times the most expensive video game ever fucking made. Three times. And the game hasn't even launched yet. So it's going to be even bigger by the time it comes around. They don't need that much money. Uh, Could they use it? Yes. But think about that, this for a second. Destiny was over $500 million.
1: Destiny was $500 million in goddamn marketing. Enti- for the entire uh, run of it
2: the
0: was, game. I mean, was It was, it was on every whole, billboard in it was, Times Square. It was and that's, a, a, what I'm, that's what it I'm saying. Was, these guys are a, not even half that. It was a 10-year development and marketing budget of $500 million. We are talking about a pure... Minimal marketing. In fact, zero marketing other than word of mouth and articles being done about the company. Pure development cost so far of $190 million. No, they haven't spent $190 million. But they're million. going to. You're telling that, me that they're going to.
1: They have $190 million from like total. That's revenue. They haven't yes. spent that all. They, they pretty much said they've had enough to make the game for a while. But this is for all additional features and development. Like they're pretty yes. much like they're not they don't count this as profit or anything. Pretty much they're saying we've promised the scope of the game. Yes. We can deliver that. It's coming and they're working on it. We have money afterwards. But since we have that money, we're allocating it to further agenda and pipeline design because effectively it's all pipeline so which at some is point if you're going to run out of work so which they're if you're be like oh work on that then
0: which if you're going to make the destiny comparison you you're you're still talking about just you're talking about further development which is what that 500 million was for that 500 million was it's the money given years. was for 10 years of development and marketing that is that is a monstrous amount of money. That but was it's, for Destiny 1 only. And that's that, the no, game. No, that was not no, for Destiny 1. No, all of Destiny. That is for and, Destiny. And,
2: and on top of that, the game is out. We're on another Destiny. We're on a Destiny we're, 2. We're fucking there. The the game has been played. In fairness, fucking, Destiny 2 is shit.
0: But we're on to Destiny shit. 2.
2: But we got a game. Well, We got it. We got games. They're out. People are playing them. They either love or hate them. It's done. People, people paid $69.99. They didn't pay twenty three thousand dollars and change
1: for a fucking ship they fly in Destiny. Actually, no. Yeah, I misread that. It was for the. It was a four it's game for production. For thing.
0: Every it's for everything. That's the whole kick caboodle, top to bottom. A
2: hundred and ninety million, and they still got their hand out. Please give us more. Please give us more. We're gonna make another constellation. We're gonna put the fucking Milky Way in it, and just fucking it's just gonna be made of Benjis. So You're just I'm gonna just fly through the Benjamin Melky way.
0: That shit makes me uncomfortable from the perspective that they're that they are a, a, a bit abusing their situation more than they need to. Um and it and it makes and it makes the fact that the game is slow to to come to fruition it magnifies the scope creep problem is big. I will give you that. It's it's a fucking problem. So, yeah. So that's what I have to say about it. I think ultimately, if they do get to it in your timeline of two to three years, uh, I'm going to have to suck Chris's dick. <laughs> um, uh, because, you know, I, I, I really and truly, I think they're going to be much further along. I don't think it's going to be in two to three years. I think you're looking five years minimum before we hit 1.0. And I still think I'm going to be agree with Jeff that to the extent that, I the, win! that to, to the to the extent that when it does hit the 1.0 release, it won't be, it won't come close to what people were imagining. And part of the problem that they're going to that they're going to have that I'm going to try and and, and guess here is that because they're slow burning the release of all these features one after another to keep people. Play sated, you know, to to not want to like, kill them. <sighs> By we've the time this game. <laughs> when they say when they say that the one gets released, a lot of people are going to go. But it's, where's the game? <laughs> but but we've, we've already, already done. Like we're already here. Like we already done. And 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 does that make those people right to say that? No, but no. that's that still makes it a massive problem for them because. They're n- it's not going to be like, oh, we've got a demo, we got a demo, we got a demo. Here comes the fucking ten x multiplier on the content <laughs> of this game. That's not going to be the case, especially the way that you're describing how they're rolling this shit out. So, they're, they're. F- I, I personally think that they're between a rock and a hard place. No matter how they slice this shit, and uh, again, I will, I will be shocked at two to three. I think it's more like five, and I think the release is going to be anemic compared to what the vast majority of people that have spent all this money on this game have put into it because in no small part of the Joel Olstein bullshit effect that Chris has had with this entire thing uh, and the scope creep. So, um, Godspeed to all those invested, whether you spent a few dollars or a few thousand, or in some cases, remortgaged your house uh, and put your parents in crippling debt for a game that's, like, forever away. Uh, But for everyone else, there's MasterCard. Good luck with that. Um, Mr. Black, hit me up with the sound of a little bit of TV and music. TV and movies. Movies, that's the word, not music. So I actually have nothing. I went to Screen Rant, and I scrolled for five pages, and I found Dick. So if you guys have got us covered, please, please cover my ass. I went through five pages. Nothing. Um I got nothing for movies. Well, Joaquin Phoenix,
2: uh he's going to play the the Joker. It's official. Um in The Origin. Uh so that's happening. That's so much and, better than
1: the other guy. I completely forgot his name.
2: Oh, the uh he's who, like who, the Mars
1: guy. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, we got it. At least we got a good actor. It's yeah. got like a 55 million dollar budget. Um What else? What else? There's uh, oh they had the Titans trailer today. Oh shit! Did you watch? Did you? Oh yeah, the Uh, Titans. Yeah, I saw that. bad. It looks terrible. I mean, all those. I find all those shows look bad. They just look so like Like under budget. One the uh, the DC uh, Titans shit like the Teen Titans thing. Yeah, that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here it is. Oh boy, I'm gonna watch it on you. It's bad. Yeah, and you know what? You know what else you should watch. You should watch um the Uncharted Did you watch the Uncharted short uh I short saw film? Oh the fan, oh, no, the fan I film. No, I didn't I didn't see it, but oh, I heard that it was that? dope. It was yeah, a fun it was, watch. It was pretty it was pretty cool. So like there's a lot of buzz with that right now. Um and beyond that,
1: there, wasn't there isn't a
2: whole lot. I went and saw the the Rock's new movie, Skyscraper.
1: How was that? I, it was I read a movie pass it. At some point, yeah.
2: Um, I used my movie pass thing too. I, I went and got that membership thing, which works great, by the way. Uh, the Cine- The Cinemia. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so once again, shout out to the guy that um, that told me about that. So I got like the uh, the the, the uh, two person pass. I pay fifty five dollars a month, and it gets me three movies per person, so six movies in total. Um, and you can use that for IMAX, three D, anything. So. When you go, when when the wife and I go in to just see two movies each, where we've already saved money, and then for the third movie we're way in the green. So, um, and we go and see enough movies a month that it makes sense. And if there's a time where she doesn't she doesn't go, then you can use that for a friend or you can use it for yourself because it just gives you six basically six movies uh, to go and see. So it's definitely worth it. Um, I highly recommend anybody that goes to the movies more than twice a month. Like if you go to the movies twice a month, you got to go and get this and you can do a single one or a double one. You should look into getting that too, Adam. Like if you and Gabs go to the movies or you want to, if you want to watch movies to like talk about, to like talk on the podcast, write it off, Uh, you know, go, it's a monthly membership and it keeps you accountable because you want to spend, you want to go and spend your credit. So you want to go to the movies and uh, and it saves you money, like literally saves you money. That's, I just go to the IMAX. Usually IMAX costs you like eighteen fifty a ticket. And Bob's your uncle. You go exactly. and see two of those and you're with your you're way. way like, literally, game. I go. I go. I pay fifty five dollars. I go and see one IMAX movie with the wife. That's basically like thirty eight bucks that I would have spent right there. The next movie boom can you I, use I, it
0: can you use it to uh like buy seats ahead of time and get uh, to like choose your seats for imax can you use it in that way yeah, or do you so, have to just- okay
2: so how it works is um when you sign up i paid an extra five dollars to get it right away because they mail you a card like it looks like your uh scene uh um your yeah, you cineplex card. card like a yeah, scene yeah. card um which which takes a bit of time, right? It takes like seven or fifteen days, or I don't know what it is. So I, you pay an extra five bucks, and they send you a digital card, um, and then they also will still send you your your physical card. But you can basically get going. So say the next time you and the wifey wants to go see a movie, and you're like, well, I may as well just sign up for this now because I'm going because I'm going to go and spend fucking thirty something dollars at the theater. So I may as well go and buy it. You can buy it, pay five dollar boost, and they'll give you the the card. Um, What you do is it's basically like a credit card. So um, when you got to go, you get you download the app, you go on the app and you just go to your movie theater and then you pick what move, what movie you want to watch. It'll say uh, the times that the movies are playing. You punch in, say, I want to go see the seven o'clock skyscraper in IMAX on Friday and say this is Friday afternoon. So you do that, and then um, it'll say, "Are you sure?" Like you got to make sure that all your shit is is incorrectly and the times are correct because once you say once you confirm, they know they the the algorithm looks up exactly how much the tickets will be, taxes included and everything, and they will, like a Mastercard, put that exact amount of money on that digital card, and then you go on the Cineplex website and you just buy your tickets, and then when you're at the checkout. So say you're going to the IMAX, you're going to go ahead and you're going to purchase two IMAX tickets, you'll pick your seats, so you don't actually pick your seats on the app, you pick your seats like you normally would when you buy it on the internet, and then when it goes to pay, you click on credit card, and then you put in the the credit card number that they give you, um, and the card holder name is just like Cinemia, and then they give you your card number with an expiry date, and you put it in, and it works instantly. Okay, and, and can you use boom. that
0: like on the Cineplex app as you add it as a payment option? Uh, so yeah, that you it's can just like it? a credit card. So, okay. so yeah, so like so that just answers my question of I can ultimately use the app or, or whatever to choose seats. You know, I just have to start with their app first, buy yes. it, get that all set for the time that I want. Yep. Yep. Then and then you use the
2: Cinéplex app and then you get your seats. You pick you your seats, seats and, and then you just check out like you normally would. You use a credit card, but instead of using your actual credit card, you're using the Cinemia credit card.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And it charges immediately. So, and literally I've done it where I book the tickets and then 5 seconds later, I I buy it. There's no like delay. There's no like, yeah. "Oh, you got to wait an hour before the shit goes through." It is immediate. And it's, it's like boom. the
1: same with my app like I can go in for the MoviePass app be like, "I'm going to go watch the movie." Uh, they'll be like, all right, what movie in time? You hit check-in. And mm-hmm. then it'll just stay on your screen saying your card is active. And then you can go and buy it. And they're like, oh, I did it wrong. You can just be like, cancel check-in. Mm-hmm. It'll deactivate the card and you can pick something else or go yes. later. Yeah. That's the same idea. But it's like immediate. Like mm-hmm. I can just be like, I can be standing in front of the ticket kiosk and be like, Yeah, uh, you can do it.
2: And then here you go. Exactly, exactly. So that's what's nice about it. And the thing is with movie pass, you can't use it for IMAX. You can't use yeah. it for 3D. You can, you can now, pay but. you can pay like a bit extra, I think. Yeah. Like the there's like an add on for it. Uh but it, dude, it's it and it works perfectly. Like I was like, this is too good to be true. Like I go to way too like I should have done this months ago. Uh I would have saved like it it, it will literally save me like thirty bucks a month. Just yeah. just from using that. It's a no brainer. Like it's a literal no brainer.
0: Yeah. Send me uh send me that on uh Discord. So there's actually yeah, a couple of things that
1: happen in movie and other things. Um they actually have the trailer out for the uh new Dragon Ball movie um okay. with Broly. Yeah. Um DC is apparently deciding that they're just gonna go with even more B and C list heroes.
0: Um, Great. other than the Titans. We're getting friggin' Stargirl. Uh I watch oh, just uh, I watched the Titans trailer there muted. Um I'm happy I watched it muted. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that looks, looks
0: that looks absolutely. I mean the when the pictures came out and what they did with like Starfire and shit, I was like, oh, they're already making this a social justice warrior fucking movie. I don't even want to see the rest of this shit. And so now we, here we are, and it looks bad. Yeah. Great. So anyway, continue. Yeah, B is yeah, so we're bad. B- Star characters. Girl. Yeah, we're getting Star Girl in the
1: Arrowverse. It looks like, um which I actually like the Arrowverse. It's super campy and like cheesy, but for tv it's lighthearted fun so i'm all right with it i don't know about that um and apparently we got a final teaser for glass
2: oh okay yeah i didn't watch any of it i didn't watch any i just want to go in just i'm already sold on this i'm already (laughs) sold on it i'm going so like i just don't even want to see it i don't want to see anything the poster looked great (laughs) like i just saw the poster and
1: i saw the poster and i'm like oh they're doing that now nice yeah I thought they were going to take a different spin on it, but they uh, they just went straight for it. Yeah, it's but beyond
2: that, there's not a lot of movie stuff no. going on. Like uh, the Mission Impossible movie comes out this week; that looks really good. It's got some good reviews. Um, all the Mission Impossible's are great, anyway. So, like, or at least from like four and up. Um, so it's I'm expecting that to be good, and that's really about it. But skyscraper was um, skyscraper was more of the Rock doing more of the Rock. Um there wasn't much Was wasn't, he
0: wearing a tan t-shirt and shorts?
2: No, not not in this movie. Wow. He basically he basically plays an amputee. Um something tragic happens to him and then uh he gets a a different job on on this big building in like Hong Kong or something or China, one of the, I don't know. Um and uh and he's got he's like the head of security and then shit goes awry. It's basically Die Hard. Um, okay. In 2018, um, the, the, vil- the villains are sort of the same, you know, cookie cutter villains, the rock doing more of the rock. Um Summer wasn't, blockbuster, it's, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's if I had to give it a rating out of 10, it's it's like a seven. You know, it's 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 a movie that um, is is cool on a big screen with with 3D because you're way up high and it's it's. There's a lot going on there. They did well with the 3D aspect of it. But beyond that, like it could definitely be a movie you'll watch on Netflix and get the same pretty much enjoyment out of it. It's nothing you need to run out and see. Um, in fact, it was like... I felt like the rock didn't even have much to do in it, and it's his movie. like it felt like he just kind of phoned it in like it was just so easy for him to do this role where it was just like watching the rock work out. you know, it was like he was progressively getting more swole as the as the movie went on, and some of the stuff in it was super not believable. but at I the same feel like time, that's where
0: his movies have just been going in general for a while now. maybe I'll this yeah, is just the, the rock first one. maybe yeah. this is just the first one where it's like super readily apparent that that's where the rock is at right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's listen, it works and it's making money. And yeah, and of like, course, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it's what it's what The Rock does. But The Rock, like he he just broke the Forbes list of all time uh, actors that made money in a year It was like one hundred and fifty eight million dollars he made <laughs> like in the last year or some shit. That's so what happens when you it.
0: do like six movies a month?
2: Yeah, it's just guy doesn't sleep like and when he does, it's just like naps and, and that's the show. And he does a great job, but I feel like The Rock needs to um, get out of his comfort zone a little bit, and and it, unless unless this is just what he wants to do, like if he just wants to be sort of um, I don't want to say the Arnold of our generation because he's definitely a better actor than Arnold ever was, um, and in my opinion, he's a better action star it's too. Not a high um, bar
0: but i mean i still think he, that plays though because it's not like people were 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 complaining about arnold's acting in the terminator or some shit so like i think that still plays like he is the action he's the action star of our time i yeah. think it's a fair is a fair estimation
2: well yeah i mean i th- i think he's he's the relatable action star i think it's it's more of the charisma of the rock that makes him great because you look at someone like tom cruise who's who's the actual who's an actual uh you know action star 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 um, that that isn't really, you know, Dwayne Rock Johnson is like a social media icon. Like he's the guy. He's he's a, just a different type of action star. Um, because he's really even in all of his movies, there's not like there's action in it, but it's not really impressive action. It it's just it's just good solid shit. It's just the rocks. How much you love him as a person and how f- like charismatic he is. That's the selling point of all these movies. Like, sure, there's some impressive scenes and shit, but, you know, you look at someone like Tom Cruise, who's a legitimate action star who does all of his own stunts. Well, he also, who,
0: I mean, Tom also has done uh, spectacular comedy roles and spectacular dramatic roles. So, like, uh, Tom Cruise is just a movie star. Like, he's yeah. done some of the biggest action films for sure, but that's why I would more readily uh, say that Ro- The Rock is an action, you know, movie star in that that's. He's done some comedy stuff, which is basically what action movie stars do. They do yeah. like the action stuff and they're like, let's do some slapstick comedy where I'm so big and I have a small guy next to me. And it's a funny dichotomy of big guy and small guy and buddy cop yeah. and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and I'm not saying The Rock is, is incapable of doing dramatic roles. Uh, it's very possible that, that he's got that in him and that we might see that in the future. But up to this point, it's not like he's, yeah. you know, been out there doing, you know, Vanilla Sky and yeah, fucking I guess, The Last I guess, Samurai. I guess
2: the Arnold comparison is probably the best at this point. I can't really think of too many more actors that had the notoriety sort of of their time as what The Rock has right now. Because there was a time where Arnold could put himself into anything and, yeah. you know, would fill seats in the theater and people just liked Arnold. Um, so... I guess. I guess so. I I, I, I feel just feel
1: like the rock is the Arnold of our generation.
2: Yeah, it makes it makes sense. And you, and, and he's even political, right? Like, you know, the rock's going to run for president at some point. Uh, you know, Arnold went and became the governor of California or whatever. So um, they have all those things in common. Um, I just feel like the rock needs to uh, switch it up a little bit. I, I just feel like his movies now are getting a little bit. All the same like it feels like if you've seen one rock movie you've seen all the rock that's movies. that's why I asked and, if he's
0: in a brown t-shirt tan t-shirt yeah. shorts because there was like three movies he did back to back to back where he wore the same basic attire yeah. for like every single film yeah
2: so you know it's it is <laughs> it is what it is it's working for him he's making a shit ton of money people still going to the theater I'm still going to go and root on the rock. But I would just love to see him push himself as an actor. I would love to, because I think he has it in him. Uh, we've seen some dramatic moments in certain movies with The Rock, and he and he and he pulled it off. But I think uh, I think The Rock is getting in the rock's way. I think. Uh, well, he's I, got the
0: I, HBO I, show Ballers. Does he do? I've never watched it. Does he do dramatic yeah. shit in that, or is that? Just I, I kind haven't of watched. Like, I haven't watched it. But there's been a few few movies that he's done
2: in the past, like. Um, uh, the Garden Gang or the Garden some shit. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Where it's like he's in there with a bunch of boys that are in trouble and shit. And um, then there was Gridiron like Gang. Gridiron Gang. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, you know, was he did a little movie. bit of dramatic stuff in that. Um, And then there was another, there was another, I think it was Snatch or Snitch or something. He had a little bit of dramatic scenes in that. But beyond that, man, like, you know, he's no Will Smith. Like, he's not going to, uh, he, yeah. he's, you know, if if you put him in like the pursuit of happiness, right, and, and see what the Rock can do, it's just going to look weird with this huge fucking massive dude That's trying part of to his, part of his problem, right? Yeah, just said. like trying to be he like he'd have to lose weight, become become more more believable. Rock circa
0: Two Thousand and One,
2: yeah. Which I mean, you never know which might <laughs> happen. Like if he does run for president, he'll probably have to lose some weight. Um, and so maybe you know, as he's getting ready to do that, he might. Put in some. I don't know. Americans might
0: like a president that's super physically imposing. You know, let's go meet Vladdy. And there's the Rock, six foot five, (laughs) two hundred and forty five pounds. He does nothing but eat twelve thousand calories a day and bench press cars. Like let's let's you know maybe the Americans want that shit. It's It's possible. possible. Gym in the Oval Office. Yeah, yeah. He'll be the first one with a pull-up bar. I feel
2: like the Rock has got one more generic movie in him before people are going, okay, Rock.
1: Slow your uh, roll. We're, we're, we're going to, we you know. We then, need a quality. We need a quality Bush here.
2: Yeah. And like, you know what? Even if he wants to do what he's doing, he needs to step his game up. Like he needs to he needs to, the, the movies need to be written better. They need they just need to be better. Um, he
1: needs to nail Hobbs. Like Hobbs needs to be like knocked out of the park.
2: Yeah. And I think he will. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. We'll see.
0: I think Hobbs is going to show up in a tan pair of shorts and a t-shirt and do the exact same <laughs> shit he's done in all these other movies. I'm going to be real with you. It's just going to happen inside the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. I think it's all going to right. be the same shit. I, um, I, I, They're going to be a Zach Efron character I, I, in, in Hobbs. I, I do not. I, yeah, I do not. I do not have high hopes for Hobbes. I think it's going to probably do massive numbers because it's Fast and the Furious and it's rock. But otherwise, yeah, but
2: but they get Idris Elba playing the bad guy. Now, I think it's going to be good, man. There's I a think that's, really I good think cast. that's more so when we than you only talked anything. about that? Say what? Uh, were possibly, you here when? Maybe, maybe not. I,
1: it might have been the week you were off. Cause yeah, we when okay. we, we talked mentioned about Idris. The Idris Elba. I, I actually yeah. said that for a Hobbes movie, I actually felt like Idris Elba might be like too high class as a villain. I don't. Like, I think. I think. I want to know who he would get to throw down against the rock. The you're going to need an equally. You're going to need an equally big guy to fight against the rock.
2: I. I. But I. But the the Idris has got that that I like. I see
1: Idris as like the cerebral guy.
2: well I I see Idris as the gangster as the as the guy you don't want to fuck with. Like you saw him in the Wire. He's kind of like Denzel Washington in like uh, the gangster movie where where you know American he's got gangster. his minions, American gangsters, where he's got like his minions and his thugs, but like everybody's scared of him in a circle. So it's and not going
1: to be like a one-on-one square up. You think it's going to I, I be, be gonna the elbow s- organization against the rock.
2: I think so. I, I think that's okay. what it's going to be. Or, or maybe he'll see him in, in prison and Idris is not the guy you want to fuck with. And, and some shit went down and now you got to deal with him. Um, and I think that, that Idris I feel like he'll be a compelling character I just got, don't know if he's necessarily for the franchise well, I think I think it's great because you've got Jason Statham and you've got The Rock both guys that can act but they can't they, they don't have those huge dramatic chops or at least we haven't seen yeah. them and just them two alone it's it's just another action movie that's going to be fun you, you throw in Idris curious. Elba and now you've got some substance you've got some you've got now you've got something where maybe the, maybe now the story feels real when you've got a real fucking master class of an actor in there, you know, putting it down and, and, and elevating everybody's game to get on his level, uh, and, and go up against somebody that, that can really deliver lines and really deliver, um, you know, being, being whatever character he is, uh, I, I think that's, that's huge for the Fast and Furious franchise. Instead of having some other cookie cutter, uh, villain that's, that's just, Fucking, you know, that's scared to go up against The Rock and Jason Statham on a star level, and 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 Idris, sure, he's not as big of a star as as say uh, The Rock is. He's definitely oh, no, bigger no, than no. Jason I, Statham. I, I, I meant physical size. Yeah, but I think I think I think that that challenge is going to be in his ability to emote. And his ability to to make a character feel so real that it feels threatening, no matter no matter what. And I think he's gonna. I think he'll beef up in this movie. Kind of um, like the villain from Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, I think it's gonna be even better. I think he's yeah. gonna. I think it's gonna be like seeing a, a menacing uh, Christopher Waltz. You know what I mean? Like like seeing seeing a real master class of an actor, but 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 with, with with physical uh and 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 menacing demeanor where you're just like, okay, Christopher Waltz, sure he can play a bad villain in a Bond movie where he's just the cerebral type like, you know, uh, mastermind, like but but you can't throw down. Like if the rock was standing in front of you like, Oh no, please, please don't don't, you know, don't 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 do it like yo, Bubba, get him, Bubba, get him. But I feel like Idris Elba was like, okay, motherfucker, is this what you want, right? Like a guy that can take a punch, a guy that's not not afraid. I, I feel like we're getting the what you know. I I just feel like listen, Idris Elba was gonna was potentially gonna play Bond, right? And he would have fucking crushed Bond. That and there's was still a chance that
1: they didn't cast him. There's for still it. a like, chance I think we're filler. gonna see
2: him down the road uh, as as Bond. So you know, you, if you can picture Idris Elba playing Bond, I can picture Idris Elba playing. Uh, a really meaty, meaty bad character
1: um it's oh yeah like- i i don't doubt his ability to act the character i just feel like for the fr- for fast and the furious I've always felt like they do bank on like the action thriller blockbuster I, I, I like I feel like he'd be kind of out of place if he's such a median good character. Well, here's the thing. Is is this
2: isn't it. Fast and the Furious. And I think I think that's what they're going for. I think that they're saying, guys, this is not another Fast and the Furious. The Rock wants to take this franchise from Vin Diesel so bad and he's doing it. And and he is a big reason why that it's been successful the way it is. And I think what they're going to do in this movie is they're going to take uh the fun of of Fast and the Furious and characters that you love to get you in the seats. But they're gonna uh, they're gonna take this up to a more realistic, grittier, hardcore, uh, more of a badass movie, and you can tell alone by Idris Elba. If you put Idris Elba in Fast and Furious seven, yeah, it it's weird. But I think if you put him in a Hops movie where where shit is gonna get is gonna get down and dirty, and you don't have fucking ludicrous uh, and Tyrese spitting jokes, and 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 it's you you know you've got fucking Wiz Khalifa singing sad songs for Paul Walker, and you you get down there into a, a crazy prison breakout scene, and shit gets real, like a real fucking prison movie, and it's and it's just raw and gritty, and you've got Idris Elba doing his thing. I think they're taking this to the another to it to another level. I think they're they're gonna elevate the franchise to make the Next Fast and Furious just feel like a funner version of of the Hops trilogy. One that we're like, oh, okay, it was fun, but it was no Hops. And I think that's where, that's where we're going. It's not going to be about family. It's going to be about like fucking, you know, hardcore shit. It's At least be that's about, what I'm hoping. It's going to be about Hobbs. It's going to be about Hobbs. That's what That's it's right. going to be about. Uh, i like, I've, I've
0: already I've already voiced my disdain for where the franchise has gone because The Rock stuck his dick in it. Like, I, I've i already yeah, yeah, yeah. gone down that road. But, yeah, it's going to be about Hobbs. Let's be fucking honest. The, it's no longer Fast and the Furious. It's the Hobbs and the Furious is basically what that franchise has become. It's
2: Hobbs and he's furious.
0: Yeah, it's Hobbs and he's furious. Exactly. Fast uh, <laughs> and Hobbs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to see Fast and the Furious get more gritty and stuff. I think the first Fast and the Furious movie was kind of that in its own in its own way. Uh, it didn't have the it didn't have the the actors with the fucking gravitas that that Idris Elba has, but the the tone of the movie, other than being family, it's fucking Matt Damon, Damon. whatever. Damon. <laughs> uh, other than it being of a family, is it was a much. It was certainly a, a, a darker toned movie than pretty much every other movie that came out after it, um, shy of the last fifteen minutes of the seventh movie, obviously. But you know, yeah, that's that's always kind of been um, how I saw it was, and that's why I missed the originals. I know they'd never fly in today's market, but the original movie. I always thought was was uh the best of the bunch in that in, in that it wasn't just some sort of um pure you know what can we make these cars do on the back of a 18 wheeler across a fucking gorge in the yeah, Rocky
1: Mountains cars can do.
0: Yeah, like just it was there was more story point, to it. But
2: at some point you don't want to say how many thousands of dollars can we put in this Acura
0: you know what I mean with ground? Yeah. Lights well, I'm not and fucking, saying. Well, I'm not saying that it know. had to stay like the tuner scene at all or anything like you that. Think they're going to do boats uh, and planes. It's going to like it's going to become like the the fucking what's that what's that game that just came the out? The crew. The crew. with yeah. yeah, the crew. We're no, what, racing, nice, So we'll
2: put in boats and planes. What's nice about the Hobbs <clears throat> is is when his character first came in, it was different than than it was almost like another movie came into the Fast and the Furious and they kind of smashed each other that it was, was like a new dynamic. it was yeah it was it was it it, it it was no longer that that racer racing type shit um it was more of like okay now it's an action movie you know now now there's now there's other stakes involved like it, now everybody is this crazy you know I don't even know they went from like being a mechanic to fucking you know, MI6, super agents. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think I think what's nice is they're going to be able to 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 get away from all of that Fast and Furious stuff and just use the name to 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 fill the seats and then kind of make their own sort of franchise, their own sort of vibe uh, within that. Because I think once you take away the lighthearted and the jokes and I'm sure that there'll be those. Those jokes between characters that more of butting heads that are funny instead of, you know, like I said, Ludacris and Tyrese, you know, talking about each other's cornrows or some shit, then it, I think we're going to get a better, a, a, a more uh, focused tone of, of a movie, which is going to make more sense.
1: That's
0: my thought. Uh, I can buy into that. When are we getting more Luther? Because that's what I'm really interested in. With <laughs> Idris Elba, I don't give a fuck about all this other shit. I don't want to know when like, we're getting more I Luther. Feel like
1: with all his like with his movie career, shooting off. Probably we're not, not a see that for a little while. Yeah,
0: probably not for a while. Luther
1: was so it's such good TV. Oh my god,
0: Luther was amazing. And so if you guys uh, that's, haven't
1: watched Luther? It's a BBC show. Go find watch a way. It. It's like so good. It is incredibly good. Um, it's a bit of a slow burn initially,
0: but it's like very, it'll mess with your head. It's very, it's, it's, it's very, very well done. Uh, Mr. Black hit me up with the tech support. Tech support. Nailed it. Uh, all right. So to, to play off of the, the, the movies and stuff here, we do have a question here about that. Uh, let's go. Oh, it's from MD $90 lifetime, $10 current. Let's go. Hmm. Thank you. Asks, uh, "What's the saddest scene you've seen in a movie or TV series?" The saddest, the saddest the one, to scene in movie or TV show. Hmm, it's a good question. I'm trying to That's think so of one of each. Many. I'm trying to think of like a movie scene that got me, and then like a. <laughs> A TV oh, show. I
1: got my movie scene. This is super cheesy, and it might have been because I was young. But in Armageddon, when Bruce Willis <laughs> is like, "I'm not going to be able to come home." Yeah, it's, yeah, that, that got one. me
2: when I was like 12.
1: Yeah, like I, I remember just the emotion from that one. I'm like, "Wow!" But I don't know. There's just a lot now.
2: Um. Okay. So for TV, damn. The saddest thing... Man, I haven't seen that many sad TV shows. Because I just stay away from the depressing shit anyway.
1: I've seen a lot of sad stuff on TV, but it's all kind of blurred together now. There is no yeah. one that stands out to me.
0: I know. Um, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith's Why Didn't He Love Me? Or Why Doesn't oh, He Love Me? scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. That was the big good. one. That was a big one. Yeah. It's probably uh a, that was like a, a one of the contender.
1: only silent closeouts for that show too
0: yeah mm-hmm. that was a fucking good scene of television god damn that was yeah. some shit i might
2: actually have to agree man that's that was
1: that some might shit. be that might be the one
2: i haven't seen much uh many other sad. like i haven't watched like that this show is it, or too. this is us or whatever the okay. fuck that sad depressing shit is um so yeah that was good uh, for movies, I mean, I've, damn, I've seen a lot of sad shit in movies, man. Um, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with John Q. Oof. Um, I'm gonna go with John Q. Man, that gets me every time. Uh, there's a scene where Denzel is going into the hospital, or um, where his son is basically dying, um, and Denzel is sitting at the at the foot of his bed, um, basically telling him you know, just porno'd his to, out his soul. And, uh, um, you know, basically, and then at this point you're, you're like, fuck Denzel's dying or this kid's dying or it, it's just a super emotional, just because it's Denzel. It's I mean, Denzel just the, the acting is just on another level and just the relatable shit. Like if you, if you have a father and, and, I mean, everybody has a father, but if you have like a father son relationship, uh, whether it's conflicted or, you know, you've got the perfect father son relationship or whatever, and you kinda put yourself in that shoes, I couldn't even imagine being a father and having a child and having the child go through that and then being in that situation, it would probably break me up even more. But just like just seeing him pour his soul out, man, that shit is fucked. So that that's pretty damn sad. That was that was Probably the saddest thing I've ever seen, but I mean, there are tons of sad movies, man. I mean, I could fucking yeah, list movies, off shit movies, ton of movies yeah. that are super sad. I mean, even Fast and the Furious, man. When they when they did a send off for Paul Walker, it was like that was it yeah. was like it well, was that like had a, like a real
0: life tie in, right? Yeah, so that was, and it was
2: like it was like a it was like a sad, but it was like a happy sad, where where you weren't happy that he passed away, but you were you were happy that he was getting this tribute, and then you were you were like happy and thankful for all the you know, and you didn't realize how much you loved the whole series. It just kind of tied everything and with the music, the soundtrack, and the, the acting. And you could tell all the actors were just fucking crushed. And there was like no acting involved. It was just everybody was a mess. It was like, damn, fuck, that is some sad shit. I was holding back tears when I was watching that shit. So that was pretty sad too. But I still got to go with John Q, man. John Q is just fucking sad, dude. Uh, I think Private
1: Ryan also, actually.
2: Yeah, that was all right. The bridge scene. Yeah, that was sad, but it wasn't. It wasn't on the level of some yeah. other shit that I've seen. Unless you've got like, I mean, it really depends. It's, it's all very personal because yeah, people it depends get emotional. On like also
1: the age you watched it? To. Yeah,
2: like people get emotional over certain things. Like you know, if if you lost a family member or a parent or a sibling um, in 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 combat or something, and then you're watching, you know, Saving Private Ryan, or you're you're watching uh, some other war-related movie, and somebody makes a heroic sacrifice, or you know, whatever. That that is going to have a much harder impact to somebody that may that have gone through that uh, that brings out emotion. So I, it's very personal thing where, you know, certain movies will will do that or even certain shows like, you know, there's certain documentaries that I watch that get me emotional just from watching certain certain things, uh, you know, that, that, those sort of things. Even like some like slavery movies I've seen, like um, uh the, the the not not Django but the other one there Twelve Years of Sleeve. Twelve Slaves. Years of yeah. Damn man that's a powerful movie, um that that shit you know moves me in ways because you know being a black guy and not 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 playing that card but I you know my family is that and and my family's very you know, into history and very like, you know, just brought up in that sort of environment where you learn about it and you, you pay your respects. It's kind of like somebody, like I said, uh, in, 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 in the army where, you know, when you say thank you for your service, you know, people really mean that shit. Like, you know, they've, they've had people that made sacrifice. So it's really all dependent on the person.
1: Yeah. He I've got When he sold uh Wilson, Oh, yeah, Wilson.
0: (laughs) Wilson! Uh, The way he sold that scene was incredible. He did a really good job with that shit. Um, The opening of Up... Oh, my God. ...is fucking raw. Yeah, that's sad, too. Um... The ending, the the end of the battle at the end of the movie of the Last Samurai, where I was thinking uh, about that one too, where yeah, uh, he dies because it was more representative. It wasn't just that he was dying; it was like it was representative of of everything the movie culminated in. Plus, it was like the genesis of the <laughs> end of, of of an era of samurai, yeah. and yeah. so it was it was like a a very weight a very weighty moment for a number of of reasons, and um, yeah, uh, and then. Uh, when I was younger, a scene that, that got me was when I first saw the movie Jack with Robin Williams and he's at the school for the first time and uh, a ball gets kicked under a, a, like a bench that he's near and he goes to pick it up and throw it over and the kids are just fucking picking on him to all, all shit. I was, I got to relate to that cause I was 55 times bigger than everyone else when I was in school and I experienced basically the same shit. So when I was younger and I watched that, that was like a fucking... Mm. Uh, like a rela- a super like you were saying it was a super relatable moment, right? Yeah, so when I was younger and I saw that, it's like like it became a personal, yeah. a personal thing. And that movie is fucking sad in general. I went back and watched that when I was older. I was like, the fuck was I watching this shit when I was a kid? Shit it was depressing. It's about a kid who's aging at like the speed of fucking light. Uh, he just ends up like his life ends just as he exits, like when everyone else's life begins, like the mm. like in this like when he's twenty one or some shit or twenty two. Um, that was, yeah, so that was, that was one. Um, and then in, um, uh, Goodwill hunting the, it's not your fault scene is another good one.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sad shit out there. There's a lot of movies that pull on the heartstrings, the good old, the good old heartstrings. So,
0: yeah, yeah. There Absolutely. you go. We gave Absolutely. him. We gave him all kinds. That's lots, lots to choose from. There. Uh, oh yeah,
2: the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, yeah, man. That that was fucking. Yeah, was that was like it wasn't even. Well, there was a couple of sad uh, parts in the pursuit of happiness. Like there's one where Will Smith brings his son into like the the train station's bathroom, and he's, yeah, he's got to yeah. like pretend that it, they're they're in the jungle or like they're running from shit, and and he's all actually running shit. from like security and and shit, and he, that was really sad. Um, especially when you get older and you kind of—it's just you, fucking you, real. Yeah, it's just real. But, real. but But what what got me even more in the pursuit of happiness is when he gets the job at the end, and Will yeah. Smith the, the 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 performance that he gives is in fucking sane. Like you're so happy for him. And, like, he is just so, he can't believe it, he was ready for this guy to tell him, like, that's it, you're done, your dream is dead, it's over, you know, and when he says, you know, you're gonna have to get a new suit, because your first real day is tomorrow, and then he, he the way he sells it, where he just slowly, like, this realism, this realization of, like, holy fuck, and it's almost like there's this layer of, like, holy shit, I've done it, and then, and then there's like another layer where he goes, "Oh my god, I can't wait to tell my kid." And then there's another layer of like hold the possibilities, and then there's like another it's it's almost like as he's walking out he's fumbling shit and then he gets outside and he's looking around and it's Wall Street and everybody New York is doing New York but nothing else matters and it's just him in this moment and he's like he can't fucking he starts like clapping and he's man it was like I'm like god damn and you've got like fucking Hans Zimmer in the background fucking pulling his nut sack out on the on the fucking on your eardrums you're just like holy shit the experience I'm getting right now I just want to go and become an astronaut and fucking cure cancer and it's just crazy.
0: That was just really... That was some real shit. That's some good shit. That's like happy, sad tears. It was also the last time his son was in a movie that was worth watching. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Coincidence? I think not. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Hmm... Goose, who, again, just killing it with these these questions lately. $20 lifetime, $10 current pledge. Because he's, like, he's, in, he's still fresh. What is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen at a party? At a party?
2: The most ridiculous thing.
1: This Ooh. one's disgusting, but I have one.
0: All right. All right, what do you got?
1: You know how uh, I, I once saw a guy start to throw up, catch it in his hand, and put it back in his mouth?
2: Ew, uh, come
1: on. But it started the chain. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. That was pretty disgusting and ridiculous.
0: Uh, um, I was at uh, one of the few parties I went to when I was you know, 18, 19 or whatever, just around the end of high school or just, just in, in high school, I guess. Yeah. It would have been, I would have been like 17 or something. One of the few I went to house parties. Um, and one of the guys was absolutely, it was one of those guys that was like, uh, when he got hung up on a girl, he got really fucking hung up Mm. on a chick. And unfortunately, he always seemed to pick girls that were so outside of his, his league that it was just never, it was never going to work out. And, um, this one chick, unfortunately, he felt like she let him on a little bit. And at the party, he stumbled across her making out with this other guy. And so his radio meter went to like fucking overnight because he was trying to struggle with these, these young, young man emotions Mm. seeing seeing what all the possibilities of what could yeah. have been yes. what, you know that could have been him he could have been could have been but it wasn't it wasn't and he was he was fucking hammered i mean like really like uh, one of those types of hammered where he got past the point where he didn't really stumble around anymore but he had a problem stopping in terms of stopping himself from walking he'd gotten past the point where he was trying to walk deliberately and he had just let himself go and he'd just be in this perpetual state of almost falling forward. So he wouldn't go back and forth, but he'd be walking really mm. fast, really, like on a, a fucking angle down like this. And he got really, like really, he, yeah, like a perpetual state of falling. So he got really, really, really fucking salty and he was, he was getting really loud and he made a scene of it. And then, um, and then nobody saw him for a while and he people just thought that he fucked off and went home. And then all of a sudden, I was standing in the kitchen, and it was like a, a split entry, but you came in on the on uh, the mid-floor. It wasn't like, well, it wasn't, uh, yeah, it was a split entry, but uh, there was a, a hallway that went out to the kitchen. And I, you just heard this big fucking bang, just super loud. It was above the music. It was above everything else. Uh, above, there was about 100 people at this party. It was monstrous. So it was a loud bang. And I felt the floor kind of shake. And I was like, the fuck was that? And so I started to go look and investigate. And there's this motherfucker who had gone upstairs. And when he, he used the washroom and when he came back, he was still walking in the perpetual state of falling. And he just straight fucking moonwalked his ass off the top of the stairs. Mm. And it was a, a full flight, fucking 15, 16 step. And, and he caught, obviously, the first couple of steps. Like he had the, he had the athletic ability to at least feet touch the first couple but then he was flying in air and I mean, his he, he and, and his head hit the wall at the front of the house next to the door the open, the front oh. door and his head went through the fucking drywall thankfully between some studs through the drywall and so you just saw this lifeless corpse at the bottom of the stairs his head through the drywall and people didn't know what to do cuz everyone else was fucking hammered mm. the owner of the house was like um well, that happened. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, eventually he got hauled out of there and, and, and dragged. Somebody drove him home. But yeah, there was a nice head-sized hole in the drywall mm. uh, when that was all said and done. It was Wait, pretty they good. drove him home. Somebody Enough else, somebody something? drove him home. Oh, he wasn't cut up oh, too man. bad. He was only head through a drywall, you know. know right. And he was really drunk. Off. He was really drunk. So when you fall when you're drunk, it's you're, you're actually like a little safer because you, you don't probably you have don't like tightening yourself or up. Yeah. So you know, and we were and we were like in in high school. So if you just took him to the hospital, parents would find out. You know, you stop thinking about that because you're still invincible mm-hmm. when you're 17. So you're like, oh, he's fine. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't that bad. So, you know, yeah, he got, he got taken home, but, uh, yeah, there you go. Big asshole. Brain Brain matter still in head. Good to go. Absolutely. He wasn't a particularly Uh, intelligent guy anyway, so it didn't matter. Okay.
2: So I have, all right, so I'm not going to go with the craziest story because there's been, like, I've told a couple of stories before. Like I've told the story when, uh, I was over my buddy, buddy Wayne's when I was staying, staying in his closet for like fucking nine months And and uh, we all got hammered um, and Danielle shit all over the apartment and and puked all over the apartment. I've already told that story at some point in late. So I won't say that again. Um, I think I've already told a story before, at least on my stream, about uh, the first time I did shrooms. (laughs) That was crazy. Um, And so I won't tell that again what i will say that i that that i that i've never said before it's not really a, it's nothing crazy but it's kind of the complete opposite of adam's story so i was at a party and there was we used to same group of people that used to party all the time and there was a bunch of hot chicks there and there was a bunch of like of the regular chicks that we normally hang out with but there's a couple of hot chicks from a different school um and anyway there was a group of us and, you know, we're all like relatively attractive guys. Like, you know, they're there. You know, we, we didn't have any problem with girls, essentially. Um, obviously, you know, I, I've had I have friends that are like fucking studs. And then, you know, then there's like us where it's like, yeah, you know, fuck. Yeah. You know, we got we got like my buddy Kyle, who's like if the o- sexiest man in the world. If only Kyle you was know. about
0: a foot and a half taller.
2: Man, if he was a foot and a half taller, bro, I wouldn't even let him over my house and be like, listen, <laughs> I got to make sure Kayla is at work or fucking somewhere else because I don't trust anybody is around Kyle's Kyle.
0: sister. Also a smoke show.
2: Yeah yeah she it, she's she is but she looks so much like Kyle that it's, uh, yeah, like, it's hard to get that out of that's out of your head which yeah. you know if I'm fucking a dude it's going to be Kyle yeah, so course. I mean it's whatever Fair but ball. anyway so so we're at this party and there's one guy I won't say his name that we used to hang out with all the time he is he is I don't even know if you know him Adam you might know him to see him but anyway he was like definitely the n- most not attractive dude there like he was the guy that never really got with any at the time We never seen him with any girls right Like you know it was just He he would he would talk about girls where we'd be like Yeah man she's got a fine ass or whatever or Look at them tits or whatever and be like yeah man yeah And, and he would he would kind of chime in But while we were all like you know Fucking chicks and tents and And you know getting you yeah. know Making out with chicks or whatever you know He would be sort of on his own or like Drinking with with other people or whatever Like he was a partier but never got laid so we're all hanging out. And we're playing like truth or dare. We're just like a bunch of fucking horny teenagers. And we're just looking for reasons to fuck or get blowjobs or whatever, right? We're just looking for reasons. And the girls the girls want to do it too, but they need to be like dared to do it so that there's purpose in what they're doing instead of being sluts or whatever the case may be. We're all fucking sluts and we're all trying to get a nut, okay? So anyway, we we end up daring... Um, there's these two fucking smoke show of chicks, right? Like girls that in my back in the day would have been uh, like I would have considered out of my league, right? You know nothing. Nothing's po- nothing's impossible until you try, right? Like if I was a single man now, in my opinion, there's no girl that's out of my league. Like I would just go for it, like you know what I mean? I just you gotta like, have whatever. that mindset though. You gotta, you, have you to. gotta. You, Like, like, but back in the day when you're a teenager and you're insecure and whatever, you know, who knows? Like there was this lane that I was in where I was bagging like on, on a good, on a good Solid chick, it would be like an eight eight 8.5. I know it's horrible that we're putting numbers on <laughs> girls' looks right now, but ladies, you know you do it too, so it's all good. Everyone So like it. an 8.5 from you, good. Sevens all day. Like, it'd be like sevens, super confident, I could go in, bag them sevens, there'd be nothing. Like an 8.5 would be like, I gotta tell my buddies about this, right? But these chicks here, these were like dime pieces. 9.5 in the low. Like, these were like, you know, 17 year old fucking bombshells with like the titties that are still developing like ripe ass shit that's like that don't, are like you don't know. go back to the fucking pulsating I, you know ta- titty
0: jokes again
2: Listen, I don't give a shit I'm just telling you the story as it is like obviously I'm not into 17 year old chicks now but I'm saying back in the day I'm trying to paint a picture for you guys right now all right okay for story's sake they're 18 okay so there's these beautiful 18 year old chicks with these fucking ripe ass titties that are just like they they want to show them off if if Instagram was a thing back then, there'd be selfies galore. You'd be like, holy shit, of what I would do to get inside that. You'd have a late night fap sessions. It'd be fucking, that's the type of shit that was there. Um, and back in the day, I wasn't an ass man. I don't think. really think many teenagers were ass men back in the day. Like it was just all about tits and like blonde hair. I I was an ass man. Continue to be. Okay. Hey, there you go. I mean, I didn't really discover like a fine ass until I was like 20 years old. When I was like 20, it was like a mind shift. Yeah. It was like a mind shift. Like before it was just like, I would, you know, it'd be tits. So I want to see tits. Like if a girl's walking down the hall in high school, I'd be like, "Mm, that ass. Like I might've said that a couple times, but there was no yoga pants back then. There was no like fucking Lululemons back in the day. Right. It was just like, girls were wearing fucking baggy jeans and shit, it was just, it was both in tees, so anyway, these chicks, they had amazing racks, man, and their faces were on fucking fleek, and their hair was just like, it was like the show, it was like every dude in there, sure, we all had our girls, but like, we were all wishing we were being, we, we could be inside these chicks, so these girls were, were playing truth or dare, and the guy, were and every time we get to the dude, he would always pick truth like every time like he just didn't want to do dare because he didn't want to get embarrassed if like nobody wanted to do this or whatever so anyway i don't remember who spoke up if it was me or if it was dustin or or whoever but somebody spoke up and we dared one of the girls cuz the girls they they were picking dare like motherfuckers right we dared both the girls to give this guy a blowjob in front of everybody. So the 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 dude. Well wow, you really dude, went for the
0: fucking nuts
2: on that one, didn't you? Oh, did we ever did we ever? So it, it started with, all right, you we dare you to give this dude to BJ, right? And then one of us piped up and we said, No, actually, we dare both of you to give this dude to BJ. So, so we're we didn't we never thought it was gonna happen, right? Like there was just no way that this was gonna happen. Well yeah, happen.
0: that's that, that's setting the bar like, really yeah, there's, high. There,
2: there's just there's just no way, like shooting you know, for the moon. And and of course this guy, he you know, he wasn't saying no about this, but he was like you know, he was he was I could I could literally see his heart fucking like pounding from his chest,
0: like please, doom, please, doom, please doom. tell me right? that that it happened and he was hung like a fucking horse because that was the only way this story is amazing.
2: <laughs> okay, so okay, so 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 this, so so anyway, everybody, everybody's going, everybody's going. Okay, um, is this going to happen? So the girl, if this wasn't like an instant, no, this wasn't like no, nah, fuck, I ain't doing that shit. The fucking first girl looked at the second girl, right, and we're oh, and at that gauging, point, gauging interest at that at that point we're going you know holy okay. fuck like they so you're saying there's a chance right that that's that's what it was the girl looked at that girl and she was staring the other girl was staring at this dude and then she makes eye contact with the other girl and then the first girl says yeah i'll do it oh, and we're like oh no we're God. like you got we're we're like yeah 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 i yeah, do it do it and then at this point the dude was like whoa what the fuck like he, he like this was like holy fuck right and then and then you could start to see the other guys in the circle there's probably only about i say there was like four There was like maybe four or five chicks and there was like six maybe seven dudes like he was sort of the odd end, and and we but most of the guys all had like already had girls like you know i had my chick with me you know it, I don't want to say names. At, the, at but this point, the, at this everybody, point I'd be going everybody's to the already. Everybody's paired up except for this dude and <laughs> these two other chicks that are typically like have been around us before, but not. These aren't regulars. This is like you know. I'd be washing every, my
0: dick at this point. I'd be getting, so, getting ready.
2: So getting so uh, so anyway, <laughs> the, the, the one girl says, "Yeah, I'll do it," and and then everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And the other girl said, "Okay," and we're like, "Oh, okay," and so. Uh, this dude was like, are you serious? And they're like, yes. So they start crawling over to him, right? And we're in a tent. Like we're in a big fucking, like an eight I man tent. I can just tent. see
0: Jeff's face. Ju- right.
2: Oh, that's that's what it was, right? So just I'm going. Just gaping. I'm going, oh, I'm going, oh my <laughs> God, right? And we're all going, and, and we're all like cheering on. We're all cheering on this guy because th- you got to understand, this is the dude that, that typically does not, like get with chicks. Like this is the dude do- like this is a dream come true, right? And and the two hottest chicks are willing to do this. So anyway, what they do at the start is they're there we have blankets in there and shit. So they put they put over the blanket so we, nobody can see anything. And you know, he undoes he undoes his 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 pants, he takes his boxers off and he literally like throws them to the side and we're going, Is this fucking real? Oh my and, god. And and next thing you know it, he's sitting there, right? And and there's movement going on underneath these blank underneath the blankets, and he's sitting there, and I don't think he's ever got his dick sucked in his life. I I mean I don't know, I never asked him, but but he goes he goes from that to, and he and he and like you know he has a smile on his face, and then he just goes and, and he just closes his eyes, and, and and it ensues right, but. After, after, and we're all going, what the fuck? And we're all looking, we're, we're, we're all going like that. And I'm, and I'm looking at my boys. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. We're like, yes, yes, yes. And there are other girls that are in there like, come on now. And they're sitting there bitching and going on. Right. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's go. We're giving them like little fist pumps on the side and shit. And then it starts to get hot. So these girls are like, yeah, we got to take down these blankets and so they take down the blankets and lo and behold, these two chicks are slobbing and knobbing on his cob and, and we're just like, Oh,
3: oh shit, no,
2: we're like, let's fucking go. So anyway, this goes on for a while and, uh, and he can't, he can't come. Right. So like they're That's going performance for performance anxiety, they're, bro. They're, yeah. they're, they're going for what seemed to be like 15, 20 minutes. Right. And like, you know, the guy is rock solid. Uh, you know, he's not hung like a horse, but he, you know, he's, he's, He's got nothing to be ashamed of. He did. And he's, he's not di- a
0: micro dick.
2: No, no, no. He's he's got a penis, right? He's got a fucking penis, like a, you know, a penis that that. At that, get, that point, work. who cares how big your dick is? You you are
0: you've won the lottery.
2: So so anyway, they're they're all they're all slobbing and daubing and and we're just and we continue to play the game. So like these chicks are blowing this dude, and we're still playing, <laughs> and it goes on for a while, and like he starts making noise and shit. Right? He's like. Ugh. Right. He starts like grinding (laughs) shit and it starts to become awkward. So we all just. How is it not
0: awkward before that? You just get his dick sucked in the dude. It
2: was fucking weird. Like we had like we were a weird group of people. So anyway, everybody's horny. Right. So we end up we all just end up fucking off and going in our own tents and and, and doing our thing. And they end up finishing at some point. But but we were were weird like that, dude. Like I remember one time in particular, uh, we, we were down in fucking Dustin's basement. And 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 we're once again. I don't know. We're playing truth or dare or something. We're like, yeah, I dare you guys to have sex, and they just fucking just start banging. And we're just we're just sitting there like playing video games, like right next to us. We're just fucking banging. That's what we did. Like we we're just that was what we did back in the day, man. Like we didn't give it. Nobody cared. Apparently, like, nobody gave a shit, dude. Because well, I mean, you think about it. Like every every weekend. And, and then in the like during school time and then in the summer oh yeah like, summer yeah we we were we were going over to to the island yeah, yeah. and it was like a fuck fest like that's all we did so like everybody would hear everybody everybody would see everybody we'd go skinny dipping we didn't nobody cared it was just like a you know it was we didn't have orgies or anything like that but it was like it was as close as it gets like you <laughs> that was it so that was that was sort of like the opposite of your story where the guy and funny enough after that thing the dude's confidence went up tenfold no shit you know and he was getting laid like not on the regular but it wasn't under the norm to have this guy getting laid you know with other chicks and he ended up getting a girlfriend in the group and you know that was the show but props
0: props to the chicks for not for for not being you know i mean i uh, you don't know you don't know when this guy's last washed that that his dick you don't know what's going on what he's been touching around on his dick. But
2: when you're 17, 18 years old, you know, you don't you
0: don't really, dude. I
2: never honest to God, when I was 16, 17 years old and, you know, at the time like I had one steady girlfriend. You know, I wasn't like any any type of like a player man whore until I was like 18, 19 years old. So when I was 16, 17 years old getting laid or whatever, that wasn't really something I I probably should have I, I, as you get older, then you you kind of you you take more inventory in yourself, or you're just like, okay, do I fucking smell? Do I need to take a shower? Or like, I don't you know, think like he would it, care. Or, I just like, yeah. that, like
0: I, I feel like if, but if, I mean, even the girl is the like sucking is probably a little bit more uh, readily yeah, I concerned. Know.
2: I mean, we were in a tent full of like eight, nine people. It was already hot and sweaty, and it was just like yeah, they are underneath the blanket, and it got to the point where they're just like, take the blanket off. So that was, yeah, that was uh, that was that man. But I. I time. always have a good and we talk about it like when the boys are over, we always kind of we always fucking <sighs> chuckle about it. But like two For chicks God's like, sake. Two two chicks blowing the dude, man. It was cool. Ten, was out, of 10. Time. 10 out of ten. Ten out of
0: ten. Well, well, on that um amazing note, we're gonna wrap up the podcast, ladies. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> uh, top that one. yeah, you can't can't really go north from there. Uh or in his case, can't go any more south. Uh, we're going to skip my Patreons up here so I can properly do my thing. There we go. Shoutouts as always to Jetrix, Postal Panda, Mm. Matt Mm. M, Chico, Toad of Steel, Black Jimmy, Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Derek P, Martin K, Soft Shoe, Mr. Miyagi, Mm. Game Cock Toss, because why not? Uh, And many, 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 others. Many others. Thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you. you. Legends. A lot of you. Uh, That's going to be it for this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to uh, help support the show and help it continue on so that you can hear more stories about uh, questionably aged individuals blowing each other in tents. Then head on over to patreon.com slash technical alpha and, uh, and hook yourself up and, uh, maybe even get a little bit of, of something, something for yourself. I'm not promising that we're going to play truth and dare and, and, you know, you're going to get your rocks off, but you know, there's stuff that can happen. Uh, yeah. and, uh, if you uh, want to catch the podcast uh, off of YouTube or, or even here on Twitch, uh, you head on over to technical, uh, alpha dot audio. You can catch where all of the RSS feeds are we're on iTunes, we're on Google play music um you can download right there from their website. We're still not on Spotify. That'll happen eventually, but uh it's not there yet. And uh yeah, that's going to uh to be it for for now. And so until we see you guys next week, uh thank you once again for stopping by and uh and or listening to this later on and uh have a good one. Peace. Bye.